All right, we good. We good. Yo, we didn't talk about anything that we're going to fucking do for this episode. I guess we're just going to have to freestyle this. Okay. Kate hit me up last night or the night before and was like, yeah. yo, so what, what's on the agenda? What are we going to do? And I was just like, I don't know, man. You like rap shit, right? <laughs> like, like, let's just talk about the rap shit. We're just freestyling. Okay. Shit, I don't even know what episode number this is. 60? No, we didn't count. Gene. 59. Episode 59 of the Mega Lake Show. Welcome back. Steez, 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 Steez. Hey, we gotta bring him back for that. <laughs> Yo, uh, fucking episode 59 of the Mega Lake Show, the number one. Hey guys. Happy New Year. Hip hop. Whoa. Tokyo. Happy fucking New Year. It is Happy New Year. You filthy animals. Yo, shout out to that quote. I watched Home Alone 2 recently. Yeah. Yeah, I like it a lot. When old boy gets electrocuted. Anyways, episode 59, Mega Late Show. Season 7. We don't have seasons, right? We just jumping around in time. Mega Late GT. We're going to retcon this in a couple (laughs) years when when Mega Late Super comes out. Yo, um, fucking Tokyo. We're all just, what is it? The third? The second? The second. It's, it's, it's the, the second. second. It's the All second. right. Shit. When we're recording, this is the second. And um, we've got homie, friend of the show, uh, also former guest of the show. I guess he was kind of more like a third mic on that episode when we had uh, DJ Main One in here. Co-guest. It was a co-guest, right? Yeah. It was a guest. Yo, Cake. Chocolate Yo. Cake. Thanks for joining us, man. Hey, friends. Thanks for having me. Yo, uh, tell oh, us did again. Did you just say, hey, friends? Yeah, hey, friends. Thanks <laughs> for having me. We are like friends. That. Hello, family. Hey. Good to see oh, you. Yeah. Hey, fam. You had a project come out this year, man. Tell us what you've been up to since the last time we spoke to you. Ah, uh, yeah. So I think last time I I, I, I I was here, you guys were like, where can we find you? And I was like, I don't know. Probably nowhere. And for good reason, because I didn't know what I was going to do. But long story short, I met a buddy. And uh, he he's we made a hip-hop duo. The sound is redolent of like, you know, Beastie Boys kind of thing. And uh, we dropped a project. When? Uh, maybe two, two, two months ago, three? Yeah, maybe end of November, something like that. And uh, seven tracks called Magarino Badass. You can look it up. We're called Laid Back CX. Find us on Spotify or SoundCloud or anywhere, really, I think. Margarino, Twitter, whatever. Margarino Badass? Magarino Badass. Does that mean something? I think so, but man, oh, it's I, Japanese. I've asked him like two yeah. or three times and Margarine. I forgot already. Magari. Yeah. Like, I think Magari, like, turn around, like, like something like that. And. I don't fucking remember, but it's really dope. Yeah, I hope you guys dope. come check it out. And uh, yeah, we got some things coming out. Um, we'll hopefully have a PV coming out sometime at the beginning of this year. And PV uh, is a performance video. Music video. Sorry. It's mm-hmm. the Japanese way of saying music video. I think. No, I like it, man. Let's keep it like that. And um, yeah, yeah. Please, uh, if you got some time, come check it us on Twitter. Laid back CX. Find us on SoundCloud. I so know you're not. Magadi means bend, curvature, or warp. Sure. What would be the best? Warping bad. I, I like I like Steve's went ahead and, and pulled out. You know, <laughs> is it Wani or Connie? How's your Wani, Connie? Curvature badass. I want to say it's something like turning away from or like uh, I'm not sure, but is basically it, it's 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 the same point. A turning point badass. Something okay. like that. It's like mm. the second track of our of our mixtape, and it was like the first line. It's actually the first uh, song we wrote together. And uh, yeah, that was just, we didn't really have a better title at the time. That's the one that came out and it seems it. to work. So, yeah. Hell I dig yeah, it. Yeah, you yeah. still That's very uh, millennial. I know you're doing Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu now. Are you still b-boying? No, I haven't. I haven't. I haven't. Uh, in terms of practicing, going to practice with the mindset of trying to improve myself, I haven't done that in, 
I don't know, three seasons or something like that. So the best of us, man. No, 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 no. I just. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it happens to the best of us, man. Like even my wife doesn't break anymore. And I it's see. Like, it's it's like, it's it's fucked up because as you get older in age, you're like, oh, my muscle memory still works. I'll still be able to bust these sure. windmills and jackhammers mad easy. Sure. And then when you do it, like you you mm. like kind of just collapse, and mm. then the next day your back is all messed up. Mm. Shout out to the aging b boys. I'm actually like 46 in b-boy years okay so, you know the body's aging but uh, again man i'm really happy to have you on here i know you uh, always listen to the podcast and we we like and support yeah your music likewise he has a track on this um this album would you say an lp ep yeah something uh, he has a track on this ep that uh is mr me uh bruce leroy versus mr miyagi right right right. we all know that bruce, bruce, bruce leroy right. yeah bruce leroy wins this fight right uh, you have to listen to it and find out, decide for yourself. Yeah. You can't beat Mr. Miyagi. I don't know, man. I think I could whoop Mr. Miyagi too. Oh, shit. <laughs> I mean, Bruce Lee's got the glow. He does, man. He's, He's got catching the glow. bullets and shit. With Who's his teeth? Leroy from the the movie The Last Dragon. That's, that's right. right. Oh, but that's a great title, man. When I saw it, I laughed out loud because like, that's brilliant. I'm glad. It's you and like an Asian dude, so it's like, oh, this is great. Yeah. You know, shout out to you, man. Thank you. Do Can't Japanese people know who Bruce Lee is? Doubt it. Doubt it. There's no uh, subtitles or dub for The Last Dragon in Japan that I'm aware of. So oh, There's man. been no reaction to the track? Like. Well, most people really enjoy the phone call, which is the first track. It's like mm. a conversation between us two, and it sets up like the, the battle that, that comes on the second track, which is Mr. Miyagi versus Bruce Lee. Um, but yeah. nobody's like, oh, I get the reference. Unless you're, I don't know, American, Western, American. Americanized. I mean, like that. even yeah. even some Americans ain't gonna pick that up. We're talking about like movies that came out in like the '80s and shit. So, mm. but this is like a cult classic. I mean, who doesn't know? I Last mean, Dragon. I just found out about that from the homie uh, uh, Scott Popular. Okay. So I didn't even know about it. Okay. You haven't Sorry. seen The Last Dragon? No, I, I started watching it, okay. but I didn't finish it. I'm gonna say, so I think I this is finish. on Netflix now. Oh, okay. really? If it's not on Netflix and I got a bootleg copy I can hook you up with. Don't worry, I got a copy. Okay. It's just, you know, I got a All lot right. of movies I got to get to. It's but, you know, Cake was also, um, he's a cameo in my film. I, I don't am. know if you know this. I, I haven't like, seen the show, though. I got to I gotta send you a link. Kokujin? Yeah, he's in Guy Kokujin. He get more screen time than me and Lady <laughs> shit, man. It's do I really? It's true. Yeah, I do. Oh, it's true, yeah. He yeah, cut yeah, us yeah. in. We got like a like a three second little <laughs> spot. <laughs> because Cake was on the dance floor. You guys were That's just right. chilling on the side. Also, he was that was, a, a, that was like the Halloween party, I yeah. guess, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. He was dressed dope. Me, me, and, me and Lake was shit. on some scumbag shit. <laughs> Show with the Halloween party with no costume. The goon and the yeah, worst. I had a contact in. I was you, out there. You definitely was like, what are you supposed to be, a skater? And I was like, eh, just because I'm wearing a Volcom sweater, huh? I was definitely preparing for my first time of DJing ever. Was that the first time that you were? Yeah, yeah, it was. Oh, wow. No shit. I was there. At Speakeasy? We were there. Yeah. Were you nervous? Tell us all about it. <laughs> Tell us about your journey. I would have been nervous, man. You're DJing with Sarasa in nah, Brooklyn, Terry. Pretty cool. I'm not nervous until, you know, Terry's standing behind me with his arms crossed. <laughs> I'm just waiting for the arms to uncross. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Brooklyn, Terry, man. He's got new things coming this year. But Steve's, yo. Good to have yep. you back too, family. Oh yeah, yeah. Happy to be back, man. Just been busy. I had a second boy. So Congratulations. I Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. yeah, and you know, just been busy with the family, so got a chance. They're with the in-laws right now. So I was able to squeeze away and you know, hook up with y'all. Word up. Bless. 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 It's been good, yeah. yeah. You're so, on TV too. Did see yes, us on TV? Yes, I was. Yes. I was a backup dancer for. Uh, what was it like? Dick pills or some shit? <laughs> it was for an old guy. Well, he's uh, his name is Geki Hotari. I think his his name is that. No, 
he dressed up like an old man and he, he sang a song in the fashion of the greatest showman uh um, singing about that a, movie yeah with, yeah with uh Hugh well Jackman. like those characters if you see him i was zach efron's character and then there was shout out to steezy <laughs> efron over here <laughs> oh, no doubt but, uh, man he's a handsome guy yeah 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 you know we do our thing no but, but don't don't leave me hanging man like what's the dick pill shit it's like some like was, erectile about, dysfunction or something yeah, it's about old i'm not just guys, talking dick jokes here right old guys not being able to get it up even though they look in that dirty magazines or reading viagra mm. i didn't know about this until i posted it because i'm not really listening to the lyrics i'm not trying to like tune in but then when you tune in he's singing about viagra and shit oh, like that shit, he was out there twerking <laughs> to viagra <laughs> Yo, can people find this and, and watch this the uh, listeners are we able to uh, well check out my instagram at okay. lestez l-e-s-t-e-z-e you just killing that shit though fam yeah, man, I was scared because we had a, we only had one rehearsal and they were like, yeah, it's going to be easy, whatever, this and that. And then I wasn't confident after my first rehearsal. But then they said, let's do another rehearsal just in case. And then when we did that, then I was like, all right, I think I think I'll be all right. <laughs> You'll look back in this and it'll be like uh, those those like upcoming actors that do like the herpes medication commercials <laughs> and shit. And then they're winning the Grammy and they're trying to like scrub the Internet of them like. I used to have gonorrhea, but then I started taking this, <laughs> and my gonorrhea cleared up. Me and my partner can fuck raw dog. <laughs> Shout out to you, Steez. Hey, man. I'm I sure didn't know. I'm sure we've it's got enough good. material to, you know, blackmail Steez into giving us bigger cameos. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. is the next this is film. You know Invite us to that eyes wide shut party where everybody's in a mask <laughs> giving a, having an orgy and shit. Yo, shout out to your success, man. What Kanye say? I just want to watch or come with fingerless gloves. I just want to touch. Touch and watch. <laughs> I wonder if he... Okay. I won't even get into what kind of nasty parties going on in the, the Kardashian household. Hey. Shit, Kanye's on the Joe Rod Rogan podcast. Oh, he's going to be. That's what I heard. It's really? Recorded, yeah. They recorded it? They recorded. They're going to... They already they're recorded? They recorded it. Yep. Oh, oh, shit. They're going to drop it. Oh, they, wouldn't, they wouldn't let it be live then. Because sometimes nah, you know, he no, live no, streams. They got to... Yeah, they got to make sure that Kanye probably was like, yo, clean that up, dog. Mm -hmm. Clean that up. That's dope, though. That's good. Long conversations is good. Speaking of long conversations, what are we going to do this episode? Haven't really figured it out. I think we're just going to have like a wrap up and talk about the year in hip hop and shit. Yeah. Cool. Uh, well, let's give thanks, man. It's year two. It, it, we, we hit two years. It's like our two year anniversary episode for the Mega Late Show. It all started with me, Late and Steez. And it's At been my going wedding. for. Yeah. yeah, it's been going for like two years, man, and uh, throughout that that magnificent journey, we've we've encountered uh, this last year. We encountered a lot of really dope people in Tokyo who are doing really incredible things. Countless, well, not countless. I mean, we only had like fifty episodes, but a lot of people. That's a lot, man. You guys have been working hard. We, Shout out to you guys for thanks, working man. so hard for this. Yeah, man, it, it's it's to. been it's been more fun than than difficult. You know what I mean? Like uh, slowly but surely, more and more people are hearing about the podcast. We haven't done any advertisement or anything like that, and it's it's tripled its listener base since the first year. And uh, we got some really really crazy guests this year. Mm. You got a you got a favorite type of guest episode, or like a real crazy standout moment, like, like a Marley Marl, dog. That yeah. one was pretty nuts. Like Last awesome, year, I'd have to say, I mean, of course, shout out to Marley Marl. I always say, hey, have you seen the table? Because Marley Marl signed that shit. Because yeah. he did. Where? Right, right over here. Or I don't know, over here. Oh, yeah, oh but, yeah. yeah, but uh, I think Quiet Storm was my favorite episode. It might be year. mine too, just because it's kind of what we want to achieve with the podcast. We want to talk to people about some real dope, a lot of times independent, like real hip hop culture. You know, people who are out here doing it, and also communicate what goes on here in Tokyo. And that was kind of like the perfect synthesis of that. It's like a real OG 
just dropping jewels left and right and the way that it emerged is like hella hip-hop underground hip-hop so i love that one but i mean no bullshit we fucking talked to the midnight Sky, hour Sky Ali Shaheed, muhammad and adrian young dj spinner uh elder M- sensei mega ran uh my guy mark declivelo g yamazawa was yeah. up in here fuck yeah we had oh, shit. The, we had a couple of some big names guys here. congratulations to y'all thanks man and and uh yeah fucking uh, even even the cats that were are not like on that level we we're coming across a lot of like, yeah shout out to everybody in artists, tokyo man. you know what i mean shout out to tom o'york yeah tom o'brien tom o'brien you talking about a motherfucker from radio <laughs> that we had him? Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah that was the secret tom episode york. we ain't released yeah. that yet nah, that's in the that's in the archives once you sign up for our Patreon, we'll release that episode. <laughs> it's going to be Steve's doing a voiceover, Tom O'Brien. Give us your best, like, UK, artsy, ambient, progressive, Dude, indie rock accent. I can't fucking. Damn it. Cake, what you got? Who I made today. I don't know what that is. <laughs> you don't know Radiohead? No. Yeah, okay. Oh, wow, man. You got to you gotta get You don't know that. Radiohead. Well, I mean, you're asking, if I'm asking, if you're asking what I think you're asking, do you know them, know them? No, I couldn't tell you like no, a, I don't mean if a they're song your or homies. something. Oh, okay. But of course, I've heard the name before. I just haven't listened to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got to go back and check out Kid A and Paranoid Android. and Check out OK Computer. OK Computer, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Kid A is my favorite by them. You're a Radiohead guy. You know, like? I like uh, OK Computer. And Kid A's good also. They haven't made an album that I don't like. It's just, you know, good hip-hop. I don't like... It's good hip-hop. Good music. I think OK... After In Rainbows, I'm not really into it. I think OK Computer had longer sales on the the billboards, longer than the Beatles, actually. Shout out to them. Number one. It's just good art. But yeah... Uh, So shout out to everybody. Shout out to our sponsor, Cal Combs, who is rocking with us, uh, our first official sponsor, and everybody else that supports us. Uh, Make sure you sign up to follow the Megalate Show on SoundCloud, Spotify, or any of that shit. Do we have a Patreon, Late? We do have a Patreon. Uh, Check. Link in the show notes. Officially done anything with it yeah. but if you want to give us some money you can go ahead and do that yeah it, it all goes to good give shit. me money baby what do we get see we haven't talked about that you get uh shout outs a guest spot on the show yeah so you get a shout out we want to thank your... our uh what's the highest tier steve's vanguard we want to thank our vanguard yeah. destroyer tier listener. destroyer destroyer cake yeah. our destroyer over here yeah i all mean right. now we'll figure it out like we're gonna start putting out uh, i'm gonna start dropping more mixes on our our mix cloud uh probably monthly 10 of my favorite tracks that came out in the month same uh, there's a there's a lot there's a lot more things that we got involved with, like that we me and late just took two weeks off because we was rocking so hard we're gonna figure out some things and then uh slowly uh you know divulge that information on future episodes so thanks we're yo nice. actually shout out to uh tokyo cliff uh, if we're talking about SoundCloud, Work. he was the person who listened the most this year. Yeah. Mega's been checking the analytics on yeah, that. Yeah, yo, t- uh, uh, TC uh, Tokyo Cliff of the Raw Urban Mobile Podcast. Rump. I think he had yeah. sixty-one listen episode listens this year. So, yo, he went back. He was like, yo, I'm gonna listen to all this. Uh, word up. Uh, so actually, before we move on, I I kind of want to give a more in-depth shout out to all the shit we did this year so i think it starts with sorry yo okay yo ufo shout out the ufo shout, shout out to the comedians uh, elizabeth hickey aziz fora uh, Ale- alex uh, c-dog uh, camp and our guy max kevin 
who uh, just went home. Yeah, thanks, so, you man. know, we'll be mm -hmm. doing it up. Our guy, I am Jesse, DJ C. Brown, Patrick St. Michelle, uh, DJ Main One, and our guy Cake, who's right here. Thank you. Uh, Daisha, Daisha Hunter, and mm -hmm. our girl Aphrodite, who's always up in here. Uh, Tom O'Brien, who is not in Radiohead. Yo, fucking DJ Spinner. Mm -hmm. Spinner. Louder and. Uh, uh, Louder. And the Leon St. James. Yeah, Leon yeah. St. James, yep. Yo, and shout out to uh, Soups, our guy Mike Soups. Yo, shout Mike. out to. Yo, and I'm going to stop there and say shout out to our guy Keen of KeenJoaquin.com who, you know, held us down visually and also because he's very tall and funny and handsome. So shout out to that guy. We miss him. Hopefully he'll be back in the country sooner rather than later. He's always back and forth, huh? Yeah, I think yeah. he's trying to get more uh, back, backish on a permanent permanent uh, way. I hope Word. so. Shout out to uh, DJ Kai Star. Uh, Ramsey's is a sugar shack. If you want that cotton candy, he's also slinging a bunch of things. Here's at the G. Amazawa <laughs> show, slinging some... Uh, North Carolina pork sliders. Hey, Damn. and he sold out. Right. The, the mighty DJ Hero King. Uh, let's see who else we got. We got Apes, uh, Jordan Smith, Poetry, uh, Tokyo Poetry Journal. And uh, yo, shout out to D Dallinger as well, who's our, you know, unofficial engineer, but more official than that. Yeah. Also a very dope producer, beat maker. Check out Ex Exquisite Spirits. Yes, 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 yes. His latest project. Yo, fucking Fitz, Ambrose, and Submers. Yo, I forgot we interviewed all these Yo, people. Yo, no doubt. Uh, Goyama, uh, Isom of the Body Archives, Kai Grayson, uh, Aaron Cholai, that's the homie too. We already mentioned Quiet Storm, uh, The Midnight Hour, Elder Sensei, uh, MC Buddha. I think we're going to have MC Buddha in here soon uh, as the third mic, along with Maya Hatch, who is a singer out here and does some tracks with him. You and, and me. Uh, yeah, it's going to be super Those dope. Guys are dope. Mega Ran and DJ A Rock. We had uh, Marley Mall, Mark DeClivelo, Loki DeTrixta, Kylo Yen, uh, the Breakdown Crew, DNZ, DC3, Putafechi, uh, Erica Landia, Cram, Ilsugi, Matatabi, G. Amazawa, and TikTok, Mind Ghetto. Lots of, lots of talented folks, man. The list Incredible. goes on, baby. Hell yeah. Word, word. Shout out to Erica Landia too, man. That's like my new like superheroine. Like I love that chick. She's just super dope. Head. That was a crazy a episode. Head. She. That was way deeper than I thought it would be. She's dope, man. And she's always killing it. So word up. Who's this? Who's Who's Erica Lani? She's Erica Erica Landia. She's Landia. a She's a DJ. And she used to when be. When we streamed DJs. at the first Speakeasy or the one with Mark the Clive Low, uh, she was out there. She's like Sarasa's homie. Sarasa and uh, Kathy, I guess. Shout out to them. And yo, uh, yeah, expect some more guests. Like, we don't have, really have a lot lined up right now, but... Word, soon. We got plans. We got a hit list, and uh, our uh, percentage has been pretty good so far. More to come. Yo, so 2018. I mean, we talked about... Well, we could talk about our shit all the time, but just listen to episodes. What about hip-hop music, man? What did you guys think about 2018? hip-hop wise overall yeah fucking great i thought, I thought it, was, it was great it might be the to me it, it might great. be the best year of the millennium i was telling you last year was it was just so so yeah it was this, this year was great this year was crazy yeah 
Wow. Like I, I really think this is probably like the best year in hip hop since like maybe ninety eight, ninety seven. Oh man, no. It was a great. Uh, it was a, <laughs> no, I really did. No, just 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 in terms of quantity, absolute quantity. It was there a was great so year. So many good albums. Yeah, I would say quantity, uh, not just quantity, but I mean, I don't think a classic album came out last year, as opposed to like fifteen when the pimp. Oh, is that me? Yeah. Oh, that might be me. My bad. As a uh, fifteen when to pimp a butterfly drop. Okay. I mean that's a that's a that's a classic album, but like there were albums that came out this year that I don't know what time will say about them. Like personally, I didn't think any album stood out to me as like the clear best, but there was just a lot of really good music, regardless of what you want to listen to. Yeah. J Rock's album is great. Um, Nipsey Hussle had a great album. Pusha T's album is good. Kid C Ghost was fucking phenomenal. Was like great. there's a lot of, and I'm just talking about like the the mainstream kind of like culturally saturated albums the 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 black panther album was really strong mm-hmm. people said that this drake album was pretty good i mean i didn't listen to it what it do you think but, you was know. it good you know what to be honest the uh first half of the, it the rap the, side the rap was album. my favorite of all the drake projects it was it was my favorite of his rapping the um r&b side not so much i did like uh the kiki song and the uh nice for what song but Everything else I kind of already forgot, but I all, I often go back to that first half of Scorpion. Well, I thought it was like better. Good. Ratchet than... birthday was pretty dope. Ratchet happy birthday. I, I don't remember. Yeah, I wasn't fucking no? with that one. Nah, you thought it was better than if you're reading this, it's too late. Yeah. I mean, I think I think it did. It sold well. I don't really know how to judge a Drake album because it streamed I streamed very well. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean by sales. So it it streamed very well. But I mean, I'm not I'm not trying to knock this year at all. Like a lot of good shit came out this year. But what year are you saying that is better than in the last 10? Well, I don't know. That's what I was. That's what I was going to say. Like, I don't have enough stats in front of me or remember what came out what year to be like, actually, this is better. Because I remember like early, like around when Kendrick was first, like even before um, Good Kid Mad City came out when odd future was popping off and danny brown was popping off like that was a pretty good there was a lot of good shit coming out that year too yeah that well um damn the tribe album um came out that year last year no 2016 is okay yeah right i don't know but i mean oh yeah you're right you're right we we, i I kind of felt like i kind of felt like this year there was kind of a little bit of the not a changing of the guard but kind of like there was these little realizations about a lot of artists who have been like saturated in cultural conversation for such a long time and then they really started you started to see the climate shift i think we saw that with um with drake i think i think drake's uh being bulletproof is is over in terms of that i think drake's change the the climate's change on on what uh, a majority of people think about drake as well as kanye and eminem and those are like three artists who are like huge mm. and i think that people's oh, opinions I, really I started changing about about them this year well you know our guy well i don't know i'm saying our guy but uh travis scott has kind of ascended into you know hip-hop royalty with his latest album 
you know, and, and that album is like really good for what he's doing. And it's also like a engine, a master of engineering, but I, I'm not ever sure about these new guys who come out and have had some success for a few years blow up because they, they don't seem to have a lot of longevity. Ray Shrumman, who had like one of the best albums, uh, the best songs last year with Black Beatles. They came out with a triple disc album this year. Who's talking about it at all? That was actually a good album. And Fetty Wap is another example of somebody who just has this huge cultural saturation, but the artistry just doesn't maintain long enough. Is Fetty Wap still in the conversation? No. no he's no. gone. Uh, the Migos as well. Didn't they come out with Culture 2 this year? Didn't stick. Cardi B is with quality control, but you know I think they're separating or something. Her album really stuck, but I can never really tell when it comes to the mainstream. It seems like it's just so... It well, cycles think... very quickly, and the artists who are long-term with longevity, Wayne... Kanye, Drake, Eminem, there's been a little bit of changing of the guard there, I think. I think they're kind of falling off a little bit. I think more surprisingly is how hip-hop is still able to uh, ascend or increase its share of, you know, the pop culture consciousness. Because, like you were saying, Migos, they didn't necessarily do anything super relevant on the music side but i would say their pop culture relevancy has never been higher mm. and you know that really doesn't have anything to do with the music but i mean they they're getting like saturday night live skits made about them like the migos yeah and but, people know well, the that's, reference that's also donald glover who was actually the one that caused him to pop in the first place well you know let's talk I mean? about donald glover you know yeah, what i mean here too yeah like, that kind of uh, went away very quickly I mean, I think he's like trying to move away from music, but whatever. But I mean, yeah, nope. he started out as Childish Gambino. Now he's, you know, Donald Glover well, he's, of he's, Atlanta. He's still as Gambino, as a he started off as that black dude from the Derek comedy right. making electronic music, which is he's he's a phenomenal artist, but I've never really been sold on a lot but of I his mean, music. But I mean, if I, you know, time traveled behind you watching, you know, his Derek comedy skit where, what is it? Like his, his friends. He's got a lot. Uh, like sucks his dick or oh, like yeah. his dick falls oh, it's off like, or it's, something it's like uh, memento, memento yeah. but he's like yeah but yeah. there's a and lot then i was like oh yo he's gonna host saturday in, well maybe if i said he's gonna host saturday in our life someday you might be like oh yeah sure but like also he's gonna drop a really really good album and a super provocative single you might be like yeah. what the fuck yeah. i mean hip-hop is it feels weird to say this hip-hop is bigger than ever yeah and it's also very high in quality and I just started playing music at events, and I can play songs that I like that are still good to play, you know, for, you know, dancing or whatever the event is. And I don't have to play any bullshit that I don't like. I think that's a testament to, like, the sound. You know, I've got, I've got mixed feelings about the state of hip-hop culture. I think now, like I was saying, this is a great well, year. I'm, I'm talking strictly music. Well, well, me too. Uh, I mean, I'm not really talking about the b-boy scene. It's a microcosm of itself and, and graffiti and things of that nature. I mean, just like in general music, I think this year was a great year because there was just so many good albums. But the majority of the albums that I really enjoy, they didn't really bubble at all in the mainstream. Not not like that, at least. Uh, well, no, none, so, nothing besides the Black Panther album. Nothing on my list is anything I, I super may popular. have something on there, but... but but what I'm saying is like, there's a lot of 
components to the music industry now that have been shifting which cause hip-hop to be both like the 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 most popular Mm -hmm. and also are allowing underground artists uh, a degree of success in also releasing their music um we had the uh the music modernization act this happened this year and i think we're going to start seeing a lot of changes in the way that people get their music again and when it comes to when it comes to all the music that we're listening to and the things that are being pushed, I think that for the mainstream, we'll continue to get a lot of disposable type of quick to profit type of bad Barbie type of artists and, and albums where somebody blows up and it's the biggest pop cultural thing in the world because it, and it's hit, it just happens to be hip hop. And I think we'll continue to see them blow up, fall off. And and what Definitely. I'm expecting now is more of resurgence of hip hop culture guys who are out in the, you know, touring, making hip hop music, pushing the envelope and inspiring people like Drake and Kanye who take those sounds and bring them to the more masses. And I think in that regard with all the changes to the music industry i'm just seeing so much artistry this well, year I, I listened to my last my last check and i didn't put like i think i got like three more albums 171 hip-hop albums this year and i think that i'd say that at least 60 65 percent of them insane, i would Dad? say they're good well, well one thing that people <laughs> should know music, is like I, I, i'm not listening to it and like sitting in my room to all of these and be like hmm You're let me rewind tracks. that and hear that bar no no I, like, nah, I, I don't feel this no nah, i've only done that with a few albums that i shouldn't have listened to in the first way mm. place like fucking Wee Longway and and jb block boy and shit like that but i stopped listening to those the majority of my albums are just like good and and by good i'm i'm saying like just to use a, a 10 track album right if six of those songs are solid then i think it's a good album i i didn't have many albums that i thought were like great masterpieces there were a few that i think like hit that but man there was just so much a lot of good music this year and i haven't seen that i haven't felt that way about hip-hop music for a long time and and these are not like I'm not like going back and only listening to like Fonte. I'm I'm listening to like Saba's new album. That fucking shit is great. Yeah. No name. There's so many new artists, like young kids. I'm not an old head with the shit. There's so many young kids who are making like the illest fucking progressive, artsy, insightful, evocative music. It, it's fucking crazy, man. So overall, I, I, I to reiterate, I think that 2018 was fucking dope. Well, I do want to say uh, to go back to what you were saying about it's a bit of a changing of the guard or the wave seems to be moving like yeah you're right like the Kanye's the Eminem's to a lesser extent the Drake's they they are like not being as relevant definitely and yeah like some of the people I listen to like uh, Tierra Whack oh yeah or um like people who've even been around but now it seems like you know their name is getting mentioned more like uh planet asia um black thought prime black thought is really kind of ridiculous now four years ago nobody was calling black thought the greatest except for people who are huge roots fans and now it's like a thing to be like yo black thought never made a whack verse like over the last two years he's really grown can we can we talk a little bit more about kanye what did you? He in had a crazy. It, well, just in general, he had a crazy year this year. Outside of the MAGA shit, my man dropped five albums that he executively produced. Five? Only yeah. five? 
At least, right? No, no, I think four. No, he Wait, had the R and B chick. Okay. Who's the R and B chick? Tayana uh, Taylor. Yeah, that one. that's five. Okay, five. Yo, she's so fine. She's beautiful. Yo, actually, she's let's in pause that movie. She's in that great. movie. Let's pause uh, the podcast oh, yes. to, to yes, look at the her. After party. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're back. <laughs> And she's, we had to wash uh, our hands. No, she's beautiful. She's great. But yeah, she's amazing. You know. But yeah, five five albums. So five. we had we had Daytona, Yay, mm. Kitsy uh, Ghost, Tiana Nasir, and, Nasi- and, and Tiana Taylor. Five weeks, yeah. right? Uh, well, the Tiana Taylor summer. was a little late, right? But everything came out. He didn't do anything else this year. He no, was on. Was he was on some tracks. He was supposed with to other do Yandy, was, but that's yeah. being delayed. And yeah. also, he's talking about Watch the Throne too. And well, with, with I Chance? think him and Jay Z are kind of. Right. I thought he was gonna do it with Chance. I don't that know. That would be weird. Nah, I, I'm done with Chance. Really, he does some of. features here and You're there. You're done with Chance? Yeah, I just don't really. I don't. I don't like him. He's too nice. <laughs> no, it's just. It's just like a thing. Like I just like. I'm. I'm just not. I think he makes good music, but uh, it's just like I'm not into the gospel aspect of his music and the kind of spirituality that he has. That logic but, state. But, yeah, logic's <laughs> kind of a cornball to me. He's great, but he's like it's kind of corny music to me. Joiner Lucas approaches that for me as well. Bobby Tarantino too is really good. Yeah, though. it's good. Sinatra Seven or whatever it is was good too. <laughs> but you know, like <laughs> he's just like yeah, 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 yeah. No. brushes it off. A little bit disrespectful. What, what but is him as a person, he's yeah. just too nice. Yeah, I just think a lot of his like corny look too corny for me. Like Joyner and, and Lucas that's crazy is a little I'm like a corner, corny. I'm a, I'm a cornball too. Like I'm not like the coolest fucking guy, but I mean, like I do have standards for my shit. Yeah. And this is like it just it's it's not bad. I just don't fuck with it. I feel you. You know what I mean? But those that that Kanye run, outside of all the controversy with the MAGA hats and shit, how do you? What do you think about those albums? I know you didn't listen to Daytona late. I think that why that's my favorite. Why did you not yeah, listen to reason? Daytona? Wait, yeah, he don't why? like Pusha. We we, we kind of went on this before. Is a there a reason the why you don't like yeah, Pusha? It's a little nonsensical, but I just you know all the cocaine talk. I'm kind of oh, he's still rapping it. about the streets. No, like I that. mean. Or pushing it's a decision I made like when that. I was in high school, which probably, you know, should tell you how dumb it is. But like he had a line or Malice had a line where they're like, oh, even though I sell coke to my, you Community know, my brother's communities, even though I know it's poison. And then the whole album's about coke. And then it doesn't seem like he really reflects on it that much. But I wouldn't know because I'd never really listened to him again after that. It just mm. seems, you know. Just coke, 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 coke. Sometimes I, I respect it because I, I really, really, we could be like, well, you listen to Eminem talking about this or you listen to somebody, Conway talking about killing people, but I respect it. You know, when I was 12 years old, I realized that I had never tried pie, like apple pie, sweet potato pie, any type of pie. And I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to rock with that. I'm 35 years old going on 36. Never had a slice of pie. Never had a bite of pie. Never custom. Nah, that's a false equivalence here. That does not make any hey, sense no, I'm saying to the make, push of teeth thing. Hey, no, that's make, ridiculous. Make your Having decisions when before. you're young, and even if they're nonsensical, follow them out through the rest of your life for consistency. <laughs> that's bad advice. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I actually I think of all the projects that that's probably my favorite one. Yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely Daytona. top five for me. Daytona. I mean, there's a lot of great music, so did, you know, you can always listen to whatever. Did else we you all want listen to. to the? I know you didn't listen to Daytona, but did we listen to everything else? I didn't listen I didn't to listen Tiana. To Tiana Taylor. Yeah, Tiana Taylor is great. Of the rap albums, it's fucking great. What do you got, Kate? I listened to all of them, and uh, as I've said to you before, uh, Yay is still my favorite album of the whole year. I thought it was great. I was not. Right. I mean, you like it more than Scorpion. 
Of course. Scorpion is not my favorite album. Not even close. Mm. Hey, man, I'm just asking questions, man. That near insinuating is what you're doing. Instigating. Yeah. Instigating. What you trying to do? Like, you trying to call uh, me? But no, yeah, we, all know, we all know Cake's love. Yeah. But no, I'm not going to go there. Yeah, yeah is definitely my favorite album of the year. And nice. uh, I, I think Kanye is, is fucking great. And if he was running for president, I don't know if I'd vote for him, but I might retweet him. Don't, so. don't vote for him. Don't vote for The Rock either. I can't. I, I yeah. I don't. I don't really support Kanye at all. And like, I'm kind of done with his music, to be honest with you. Like, I just don't really. I don't really feel like I need to be a, like a person that need, like. I don't need to rock with Kanye anymore, personally. So you didn't like the uh, four or five albums that he dropped? I like Daytona. I like Kid C Ghost. It Kid C Ghost doesn't make my top twenty or maybe even top thirty albums of the year. Daytona probably does, but yeah, you know, I just. I'm good. I didn't like the Nasir album. Hmm. I, I liked it. I didn't like the Nasir. Nas just sounds so out of pocket on it. It sounds like he recorded verses and Kanye threw them over different beats. Nas is usually really good in pocket, and he's usually a lot of the beats were a little bit slower for me. Like he's usually good at a higher tempo, a higher BPM. But I just didn't like Nas on that. And part of it was my own bias because of some things that were going on with Nas personally in the whole. Khalees, uh domestic abuse mm -hmm. domestic assault shit and at the time that that came out he hadn't addressed that but outside of it even like I just didn't like the music yo I'm not gonna lie I didn't really like any of that shit yeah the Kitsy Ghosts I didn't really listen to didn't listen to the Nas didn't listen to the Kanye I mean I listened to them but I didn't replay them um, the Kanye probably got the most replay but probably only like three tracks what was the fourth one? Oh, the push. I didn't listen to yeah. that shit. What do you guys think about Kids See Ghost? I thought it was great. That's my favorite album of the year. Is mm -hmm. that right? Yeah. Fantano gave that shit a 10 out of the 10. And it, it further kind of punctuates why I just don't like Fantano's opinion on a lot of rap albums. I fucks with that. I don't 10 understand. Out of 10. You gotta explain. I, I, I think that, like, the, the way that... If you look at the, the 10 out of 10 albums that Fantano's given... Right. What did he give? Um, the Money Store by um, Death Grips. Death Grips. Uh, to Pimp a Butterfly got a 10 out of 10, right? And also This Kid See Ghost. When it comes to rap music, I just find myself like Fantano is very much interested in people progressing the genre by making music that's almost not hip hop. And when he when I see him review another like a hip hop album such as like Milo, because he just doesn't have a cultural frame of reference for a lot of things, I just don't appreciate his opinions. Milo on 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 um, what is it? Toothpaste Suburb. At the end of one of his tracks, he goes into an old Freestyle Fellowship spoken word piece where he just literally repeats what Freestyle Fellowship was saying. That context is like context is completely lost on Fantano because he's not familiar with Freestyle Fellowship. But he also gave it like a negative. It, he docked it a point like this is like a cinema sin for him. He's like, this is like, why would you do that? Why would you mess it up? And he just misses the cultural context when it comes to hip hop. And I, I think he's a great reviewer. He's got a great ear for music. But a lot of times when it comes to hip hop, I just think that his opinions and the things that he values in the music is a little off to me. I thought Kids Seems Go Kids See Ghosts is really good. But also, it was kind of just like, all right, this is also a little bit derivative of some other people who've made music similar to this, and you're valuing it as if they're like they they've found something new under the sun. And I just think it was an okay album. I think it was pretty good, not bad, but a ten out of a ten for Kids See Ghosts. That's, that's that's pretty wild to me. I mean, yeah, it's all subjective. Like, 
I don't think it was trash. It's probably the best thing of Cuddy's I've listened to in a long time. But uh, yeah, 10 out of 10 is a little wild. 10 out of 10 for the Pimple Butterfly is like... Yeah, even it's that's close. debatable. Yeah. yeah, it's close. But you know, I mean, but that's the thing about being a reviewer. What he says is not like, you know, objective reality. And the same thing for all of our opinions. It just didn't hit that for me. Number one album of the year for you, Kissy Ghost. Why Number is that? Al- I just had a. It had a story arc for me. It was just from the beginning to the end. It it felt right, and the the beats were good. Cuddy fucking came cold as fuck. Like late said, he he hasn't been like that in a while. Cuddy was good on it. Uh, Kanye fucking had some awesome bars as well. I need and, to restart this shit. And um, yeah, I fucking I love Ty Dolla Sign, so I thought that was a dope dope track. Mm. Fucking um, Mos Def's joint too, Kid See Ghost. That was fucking great too. It just spoke to me the way it spoke to Anthony, Anthony Fontano, I guess. Okay. And uh, yeah, I loved it. What would you think if Kid See Ghost was like if Kid See Ghost and Ye were one album? Was that a great Kanye album? Because this is the first time that a Kanye, like Kanye work has kind of left left the cultural conversation very quickly. And, you know, Ye came out, then Kid See Ghost came out. And like the conversation about Ye was gone within like a month. Usually people are talking about a Kanye album for fucking months, if not years. Well, until his until whole the next year thing, what yeah. he was doing with his social media was was kind of wild. Like, yeah. I don't know what but, the but fuck even he was doing. But even his fans were not like... I think people Caroline. were anticipating uh, Ye. Oh, not Ye. Uh, Yandi. And when that didn't drop, like, everything else kind of evaporated. I, I'm not going to lie, like... You know, I I thought The Life of Pablo was a pretty fucking good Kanye album. That was my favorite. I thought it was a really good Kanye album. It is really good. But, like, I was expecting to kind of be like, yo, next Kanye joint should be pretty good, right? And Ye wasn't, it didn't catch me at all. I think I'm a little bit tired of Kanye's juvenile, like, topics. What was that track he did with that young boy with the crazy outfit and shit? Little, little pump. Little, yeah. Uh, like, why are you trying to capture, like, the little kid audience? Kanye, you're like a 40-year-old man. Like, why aren't you talking well, about something that's relevant? I'm not going to fault him for that. He is a I pop artist. Was, yeah, but I just thought it was bad, even for a pop artist. But I he like did. That song. I mean, he addressed the topics on Yeah. It's pretty catchy, huh? And he did do just about everything else with Kid See Ghosts and, and the Nazir joint. So I think it's okay if you want to, you know, have that the little pump thing going on. Well, I don't really enjoy it, but I'm not going to fall him for it. He did talk about serious things, I think, at least enough. Just wait for the Joe Rogan podcast for him to explain himself. And then, <laughs> yeah. you know. well, I don't think he's going to explain shit, but I mean, I'm going to listen to it. What about Eminem? How you guys think Eminem's year went? Well, I kind of feel like I'm, uh, to be clear, I'm not trying to like pick at people because I know Kanye what? and M are... The among like I know Late <laughs> loves Kanye and loves M, and so like I'm not just being like so. What about your artist guys? Huh? Sure, sure, sure. You like that shit? Huh? <laughs> no. Bad year? Huh? Well, before we move on, I'm not trying to do from that. Kanye. I wanted to say, uh, like I think what Steve says is right. Like the whole thing he was doing, like producing the the five albums in five weeks, and they all have seven tracks. Like that's definitely a thing he did, and it didn't catch on or who knows what you know somebody will do this year off the back of that but yeah you're definitely right his album didn't really capture the zeitgeist but he did have his moment this year i guess but i don't know i was thinking back to yeezus like i don't remember that being super 
in the conversation, but it was kind of like, yo, what is this weird, minimal, electronic album Kanye did? Industrial kind of weird. Yeah, mm-hmm. a bit more than what happened with Ye. So I only I like maybe one or two songs off of Yeezus. Uh, Yeezus is great. I love Yeezus. I did not like Yeezus that much. Yeah. But uh, Eminem, Kamikaze, it's his best album in a decade, in a probably more. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, sure. His, yeah. He really redeemed himself. because he from, had a lot of bad albums, though. From his, mm. the, the album before, what was it? Revival. I mean, yeah, what, is, that was what does that have to do with anything? Mm. Well, it's not hard to beat well, those well, albums I, I, in I terms of I guess I have to qualify. It's a, it's a good Eminem. It's, a, it's the first good Eminem album in a long time. I'll say it like that. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Facts. Like, he put out a lot of bad albums. And, uh, yeah, I mean, the bars, I mean, he's always been... Dope lyrically, I'm making air quotes, but he seemed Why a bit more focused. Because, I mean, yo, this instrumental has a lot of ad-libs on it. Uh. <laughs> it's distracting me too. <laughs> yo, they're like <laughs> yelling at our opinions and shit. <laughs> what you gonna say about that, like? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, yo, I was like, um... Change that shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh... Like, Eminem can put words together, like, amazingly, which is... You know, I think one of your problems with him, Mega. For the lyrical miracle, he's like the best at the lyrical miracle. Yeah. But with Kamikaze, I mean, head it seemed to, like head over everybody else. A lot of the topics were or tracks were a bit more focused, like, oh, I'm not just gonna make dad jokes. Like what? What? I don't know. I guess he really does need some kind of antagonist so he can like, you know, target on to something. Cause otherwise he's kinda just like, Oh, what am I gonna talk about? Oh, Pooty Booty, Patootie, Judge Judy or whatever yeah. the hell he does. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's a that's a thing, like when when it came to revival, I was like I would like to hear an adult Eminem. You know, like somebody that's like accountable for the shit that you he know, said. No, I don't in the past think there is an adult Eminem. I, I don't think we're I don't, seeing that. I think I think that is. Uh, what I just didn't get about Kamikaze was just like why are you still trying to prove to everybody that you can rap, dog? Like you can everybody knows you can fucking rap. Well, because of the bullshit 11 minute he had freestyle before. like but he was doing the same type of like dope raps on that. It's just like his, his skit choices are bad, his production choices are bad, and his choruses are bad. It's not the lyrical miracle. The lyrical miracle's always been tight. There's more dad jokes now, but he's always had the lyrical miracle. Like that 11 minute freestyle, I'm just like, dog, like that's dope that you do an 11 minute freestyle, but like I just don't really care for it. And you know what kind of ruined Eminem for me? That Chris D'Elia fucking impersonation. You guys didn't hear that? Don't oh know what who's, who's Chris D'Elia. That's my verse Wait, of the when year. Did he, when did he do this? Of course, the world torn. While you're in a four door four with Harrison <laughs> Ford getting a divorce at the same time you're getting an abortion, you need more napkins, napkins. Yo, that shit is hard as fuck. You guys didn't hear that. Oh, can I play it? Who's play Chris it, D'Elia? Play it. Please play. The comedian. What are you doing on Instagram or something? Yo, that shit's funny. Yo, I like Chris D'Elia. Nah, it's just like it's like. Um, I thought Kamikaze was pretty, like, undoubtedly the best, like, the most listenable Eminem joint that I had heard in quite a long time. But I think listeners and even you guys will know that, like, I'm not a huge fan of Eminem like that. I was I was a little older when he came out. And while I appreciated his ability to rhyme, I've never really liked his albums that much because a lot of the content was just a little bit too much for me in terms of, like, sometimes we make a really good concept track about something that i think is like pertinent and dope like stan classic beautiful well thought out album 
great execution, good lyrics, everything about it is perfect. But on all of his albums, he's got skits that I don't like. He's got all types of shit that I just don't like. And I just don't like the choruses either. And so I've never really rocked with Eminem like that. Hold on, let me find this Crystalia. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I kind of don't want to dwell on it because we've talked about him a lot in the past episodes. But uh, for 2018, I feel like as an old Eminem fan, like old, old Eminem fan, you he had reasons to be redeemed like a lot of the, you know, faith I had lost ever since uh, relapse, I guess, recovery. Like ever since, you know, he started having a whole bunch of pop singers on his courses. Like a lot of that got redeemed with uh, Kamikaze. Kamikaze. Even though, like, even the track with Joyner Lucas, who I did say was corny That's a good earlier, track. but yeah, it's a dope track because they my both can on the spit, yeah. and you know they're just barring off, and it's not like I when I said Joyner Lucas is corny, I said in the same way that Eminem is or was corny before you know Kamikaze came out, and he still is kind of corny, I guess, but it's like. Yo, I know you can do better than this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like your concept tract of, you know, oh, I'm not a racist, but I don't really care for that shit, you know? Or I especially didn't like that. Or that actually put me off. Even the track you like, the uh what is it? The the hundred dollar joint, yeah. the dollar bill. Like I don't really I don't really need tracks like that. He's great at storytelling. Like, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to look at these in the context of not like what my opinion on things is, but like exactly what they stand for, what they're trying to attra- trying to achieve with their art. And I think that like in a lot of ways, like Joyner's was very that successful. this year? What's Joyner's album? What was that last year? Last year. year well, or no, last year. Yeah, because it's not on my list. It's last year. Or 2017. Maybe the racist shit came out this year. Yeah. The, yeah. But I mean, I don't I don't fuck with it because the black perspective is really fucked up on that track. And as a black person, I, I was I was like, yo, you, you, you did this poorly on that shit. But but yeah, yo, let me uh, drop that drop that music right quick late. And let me see if I can put on my verse of the year. Of course, I'm on torn. Driving a Porsche over the floorboards, <laughs> four points while you're in the four tours, getting an abortion and a divorce at the same time. They hear it's the Ford and look what I'm planning, planning. I'm planning to do all this while you're panicking and you're looking and staring at mannequins. And I'm going to fanikins trying to get up a planikins. <laughs> all the planikins, sanikins, fan, fan, panikins. While all the mannequins, sanikins, Anna in the cabana. You're in a cab- I'm in a cabana in the Janet. I'm in a cabana chanting on a stand-up banner Well, you don't got the stamina, you're lacking the stamina You're lacking the stamina while you're divorcing Harrison Ford And I'm in a Porsche of the floor ports While I'm on a torrent You're using way too many napkins Papkins Lapkins and chapkins You're using chapstick and napkins while I'm papkin Flapping around like a papkin Flamming a babbity pan and chapkin Damn it, can put it Yeah, he wrecked that <laughs> I'm in a cabana standing up, a chanting all the stand up, stamina. Yo, he was killing that shit. Bars. First uh, of the year for me. <laughs> no, I just thought it was fucking hilarious. This is this is what I would like from Eminem. Just just like make some fucking rap shit without bad choruses over some beats that I actually like. Hook up with a producer that I like. You're good at he's good at rapping. He's never been bad at rapping. His content, I could use it some napkins. You know, when I generally collect the top five of the greatest rappers of all time, people might have uh, Biggie and Tupac, M, Jay-Z, and Nas. Yeah. Of course, Tupac and Biggie are dead, but 
out of the other three, they kind of dropped something either in 2017 or 2018. It's kind of cool to see that, you know, people who are still supposedly to be great are still doing great things. So out of all those, I mean, out of 444, I won't count the uh, the Carter thing, but out of 444 and um, the, what's the Eminem? Kamikaze, Kamikaze and the Nazir stuff, or if you just include all their their verses, who do you think is still kind of like on top? Well, I think I I mm. wait. In terms of like, who do you prefer? Who do you who do you favor? Jay. I think Jay's Jay's had the most consistent career out of all of them too. I didn't like. I mean, as of like the last year or two. Jay's verse on uh on the new Meek album, fucking great. Actually, fucking good verse. After, actually, which came first, uh, Blueprint 3 or The Throne? Blueprint 3? Yeah, I guess so. Ever since The Throne, Jay-Z's been kind of meh to me. Like, not bad, but it's just like, oh, this is a Jay-Z verse. Like, uh, uh, Magna Carta Holy Grail was okay. That's my least favorite Jay project. That's one of my um, most favorite. I think you said that. Is your yeah, I think we've talked about this. Yeah. That's my I mean, <laughs> See how it's different subjective. I see, I see. I see. Four, four, four I like was. That. I recognize that it was good, but I didn't really Did like, like four, four, four? it. I didn't really listen uh, to it. I wasn't. In, I wasn't into Again? it so much. Yeah. yeah. But also, the Carters came out, and that shit was not good. Really, like it was. It had some. Like heaters on it, that but it shit. wasn't. They had, they had like, like. I don't like Beyonce. I don't like. I don't Beyonce. think anybody can quote. If you can quote a Jay Z line from the past two or three years, I'll give you five hundred yen. That's okay, not, I'm that's not you. fair. I can't quote anybody. I, I can't even I quote Aesop Brock line. But but that verse that he had on the Meek Mill album just like last month is fucking great. That shit is high art. True. Yo, that's a one line. That's a one line career. What, what's the what's the thing off of Takeover? That's a if you one line average that, out of. A, <laughs> oh yeah, that's a one good album average. Of, yeah, that shit was just do. No, uh, I, I'm bad at lyrics. Like I, I, yeah, I love I mean, Aesop Rock. I cannot I just, quote an Aesop mm, Rock lyric. For I was shit. just fucking. But I was just saying, like you know, I mean, it's gonna be personal preference because I would say M to that question. But also, like I just said, M's been whack for the better part of the decade. Okay. Like. 85, 90% of it. Yeah. Not whack, but you know what I mean. I just made my grievances. I, I would say whack. <laughs> I, w- I would definitely say whack. But I mean, Jay-Z hasn't been whack, but he's just been like, you know, Jay-Z. Jay-Z. Mm. Nah, he, he's, um, I think after 444, the argument is a little bit stronger for him as an artist. Like, it's mature. It fucking got Grammy nominations. It's just, it's a... I mean, prestige-wise, yeah. It's great, man. But he's it's the most successful, too. Like, he's almost a billionaire now. Like, that is wild to be a cracker. though. I, I haven't see, really I like enjoyed it. a Jay-Z album in a long time. To be honest. Watch the Throne came out and it was better than anything Eminem had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll say that definitely. But Nas had Life Is Good, which was a good album. La- Nas had Untitled. Is that what they called it? Oh uh, yeah, good. that's what they called it. That's what they called it. Yeah. But um, what Cake said, because I think I've said this before also, or we've had this conversation. Like yeah, these guys are still dropping albums like Jay, um, Wayne, Drake, Wayne, Wayne uh, Nas, Eminem, and last year Common, and you know, I think Ice Cube dropped the album last he year. He dropped no this year. Last he month. just yeah. he just dropped one. But Is it good? It's I like didn't listen to it. 
it's funny how not relevant well not not relevant but it's like those they don't um run the conversation anymore now it's like you know travis scott it's Denzel hard for Curry, to run the conversation. J. Cole, J. Cole, yeah. Everything leaves, everything kind of fucking becomes ephemera after like a month. When it when a song blows up like Black Beatles or Bodak Yellow, it's more because it's like popular in the club and it gets a lot of DJ play. Well, but it doesn't stay in the conversation as long. Of course, you Nothing know. Nothing does, right? Things change, but like uh like when a Jay-Z album would come out, that would be like the trendsetter you know the when was this oh i'm talking like volume two <laughs> so you're talking volume about two, volume an three, entirely Jay. different way of listening to yeah music, and putting out music too but that's anybody what I'm, can do it that's what i'm saying like it's different now like and even though you know we it's the same it's just faster yes every everything both of you guys are saying is true and also the newer guys are better. I'd rather listen to them. You know what I mean? Like, I'd rather, like, I'm more excited about a possible Kendrick album this year than, you know, oh, Jay-Z okay. or Nas. Okay. And maybe even Eminem. Yeah, definitely Eminem. I'm more and I mean, Kendrick's a high bar, but, yeah. you know, I've got my favorites, but... Like, if Steve's was like, yo, uh, that new Ray Shrimmerd is coming, I'd be like... You know, I'll listen to the single. You know, I'm excited for the single. I think they make a lot of music for that. Like, well, I gotta say that single. I'm gonna say that. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, not, to, man, not to disrespect, but that that's more your vibe, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that's more your vibe, though, right? All right, let hey. me say something undeniable. Hey, if Steve was like, "Yo, Thugger's dropping a new album," I'd be like, "Yo, um, I'd anticipate that more than maybe a Nas single." Like I've heard people say yo Nas has a new single and I didn't listen to it until I heard it my relationship with all of these artists that we're talking about has been different though for two decades like I haven't really been I've been a Jay-Z fan for that long but he has not been somebody that I really listened for even like 2004 I never really cared for Kanye like that either or Eminem I've been listening to Planet Asia you know what I mean I've been listening to Underground Cats and so like for me I don't really know about that conversation what i do know is that with the music industry now it's uh, they for a while it was tricky for them to figure out how they're going to monetize and make money off of this art but with the new streaming services and things of that nature they've got their fingers back into it they've got their fingers back into media pushing certain albums and making them appear as though they're they're more culturally relevant and there's industry plants there's people who they're like we're going to make this artist pop and it's going to appear as though they're popping because we're fucking saturating everything in the cultural conversation well them. i think well and they've been doing that to try to connect i think the overall arching point i'm trying to make is fuck that nigga jay-z <laughs> no i'm just kidding yeah get my tupac on uh that would be a good drop no shit like like with Kanye, right? I'm a huge Kanye fan. And now I almost don't care. Like yeah. so close to canceling Kanye. And that's more on his personality, but it's reflected in the music. And it's kind of unthinkable even two years ago to think that about Kanye. Sure. But now, you know, like Earl Sweatshirt, you know, I'm down for that shit. Mm. ASAP Rocky, who's kind of like in the middle, I guess yeah. you would say. Good album this year. 
I didn't listen to it, but I listened to a few of the songs and I liked them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Skeptas, super dope. Like an album last year? Not last year, but he's on um, ASAP shit. Like I was just talking about in general, these guys on the wave, you know, really new shit coming out. And uh, maybe we should switch, you know, I don't know. Mega's, Mega's not like that. Like uh, like he said, he has a different relationship with these, you know, guys who've been in the pop mainstream mm. for 20 years. And I'm kind of more like, yeah, you know, I'd like to hear more Rock Marciano, more Freddie Gibbs, mm, more, yeah. you know, uh, Alchemist and do, whoever. Do he's you have oh, do you, for a question dope. for everybody? Do you have an artist that you've been listening to for, say, 15 years that hasn't let you down yet? Because I have several. 15? Yeah. I mean, for me, I could say 20. I could go back. I mean, I'm 35, so I can go back to like when I was 15. Ghostface has let me down, but I've got a lot of artists from that eight from that I listened to then that I still listen to now that I still love that, and anticipate. That didn't let you down? Yeah, that haven't. I, I've, I've liked almost every single Aesop Rock project. I've liked uh, every Black Thought project. I've liked, you know, there's been artists that I've just loved that have never LP, Run the Jewels. I've been listening to Company Flow since I was literally 14 15 years old and i just liked everything i think outside of outcasts i'd have to really think about it shit and outcast hasn't come out with an album in fucking 20 15 years well collectively okay what about you guys cake steez any artists that you've been listening to for over 15 years that you still love snoop no. dog snoop snoopity do you like that last snoop joint I haven't Snoop heard doesn't it. make good music. <laughs> I, he just, just I just Snoop. fucking love Snoop. <laughs> <laughs> I, like him, Snoop a, I like him as a person. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. But I'm not but, talking but about music? watching him on Netflix uh, coaching kids. I'm talking about his music. <laughs> what about nah. producers? What producers about Snoop count? Lion? Sure. I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, Premier's been dope. Always yeah, been never dope. Never fell off. Yeah. Alchemist has been making dope music for 20 years. Oh, I was. I can't say I was a huge Alchemist fan when I was I younger. didn't know. Alchemist was the man responsible behind the realist. Mm. I thought it was Havoc, but you know, Alchemist has been dope. I feel like Kanye has let me down this past year just for, you know, doing all that fucking wild and out. If this year hadn't happened, it would have been Kanye. Yeah. Okay. Damn, Mm. tough times, guys. Just, just, just. (laughs) (laughs) His musically, musically, I was satisfied, but just him. Whatever he's he's doing, whatever he was Actually, trying to like do, shit like that. Sorry, I didn't mean go to cut ahead. you no, off. Go ahead, go ahead. Uh, Fonte, Fonte's been Shout killing it. Killing it. No news is good news is one of my favorite albums this year for adult contemporary boom bap. Actually, before <laughs> you make yourself <laughs> sound old when you say that, man. It is. Well, I'm it's straightforward bars over beats. That's like a late. Actually, you know, I don't I'll make say, it adult though. I'll say Nas, even though I didn't like the album. I didn't think it was bad. I just didn't like it. Nas is consistent usually. Echo is a great track. Yeah, I really like that this year great. from him. Yeah. Is that on that that Nas that here? joint from uh, the, the sample album. from the new birth joint that I was playing? Oh, off of Swiss Beats? Yeah. I didn't listen to that. Produced by DJ Scratch, EPMD, shout out. Royce, well, Royce had a rough middle period. I've never really loved Royce's shit. This album this year is I liked, fucking great. Like that At the beginning of that 15-year period with Death is Certain and like the bar exams, but then like kind of in the middle, I kind of fell off. But uh, now he's dope. I'm going to let you finish, but Cake, you didn't answer artist of 15 years oh i said no 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 not okay. 15 years ago i wasn't listening to anything especially okay so it'd be impossible to answer that gotcha. yeah okay hey i mean 
Happens to the best of us, man. Yeah, who did you say? Um, Aesop Rock and LP, Bus LP? Driver, Black Thought, Red Man. Like I've I've always liked all of their projects. Red Man. Yeah, like I mean, for twenty uh, years. I I haven't picked up a Red Man album and be like, this is album of the year. But Red hold Man on, doesn't on, disappoint. Malpractice, Red Man. Sure, man. Even fucking cartoon videos. Like yeah, I've always liked Red Man. His voice just does it for me. I, I'm listening to Red Man for certain things. Energy, his voice, hilariousness. And he's always going to drop that for me. But, like, when it comes to... He's not... He's one of my favorites of all time, but I wouldn't rank him as being, like, proficiently, like, the greatest or anything like that. I think there's an argument, but he's got three classic albums. He's made good music. His new album that came out, or his new track that came out this year is really good. I fuck with Redman, 100%. Bus Driver, his album that came out this year, or 2018, is... He came out with tracks this year, but not, like, an official album. But, See, I'm, yeah. I feel like Red Man's kind of like the Wu Tang, when not just because of the Meth Association. It's like, yeah, Meth is or Red is dope, and you know, off the strength of you know his classics, you know, all the respect, and he can still go as far as rhyming and whatever. But like I said last year, I can't think of like a classic album that came out, and maybe that's just you know the bias of you know us being like classic, classic. But you I'm know, not willy nilly with Pippa, that shit. When like, the Pimp a Butterfly came out, I was like, yo, this is a fucking classic. Uh, absolutely. Or when Life of Pablo came out, I was like, yo, this is really fucking good. Like, this might yeah. be a classic album later down the line. I, I'm not very quick to be to call an album a classic. Like, I, it, takes a, it takes a lot of things. And usually I wouldn't be able to call an album a classic until it's been out for a long time. Because some, well, especially when you first listen to some shit, you're like, yo, this is crazy. Oh my God. And then next thing you know, it's like, ah, ah, you know. So it sounds like you're saying that something isn't born a classic. It's not born a masterpiece. It sort of has to become one. It, it needs to be aged. You might, you might use like the best grapes and like this wine is guaranteed, like it's good now and it's guaranteed to age well. But who knows, man? Like when it comes to a classic album, because, I mean, like, I feel like we're talking, like, we're, we're being very um, loose right now, which we're just, you know, politicking. Yeah. But, like, when we're, we talk about the year, and back in the day, or even now if we were like, yo, 93, I feel we'd all be like, yo, fucking uh, ready to die. Not 93, that was 94. Whatever, you know what I mean. Uh, like, whatever, into the Wu-Tang Wu and all that-ish. But, uh... So if we talk about 2018, if we're just like, yo, this guy is dope, this guy is dope, I, I think it's better to say albums. And I'm sure, Mega, you have like a lot of albums you could say were dope, dope. But I don't think any of them would be like... The atmosphere is just not right for that anymore. How many of those are you going to rock? I mean, I'm In sure you're going to rock a lot of them, but yeah. Quite yeah. a few of these, I think. Well, the, the thing is, like, in 93, there was only a certain number of albums came out. Maybe like... 30 hip-hop albums were released on the mainstream maybe 40 right and so when those albums stuck you got it and you listen to it and listen to it and listen to it nowadays like there's so much music coming out nothing sticks like that anymore especially in the mainstream there's just too much music and so when you take an album like like royce the five nines album the book of ryan it really is like his masterpiece it's put together well it has everything it meets all the criteria of being like a classic album like a really good really good raps really good beats really good concepts really good execution flow and everything it should be a classic album but how do we how MF do we Doom. even judge 
Another years, artist never been whack. Yeah, he's disappointed me though. That JJ Doom shit kind of disappointed me. I mean, it's not great. Yeah, but, yeah. but but another good choice. Um, but yeah, so it's like it's hard to say. Like like Rock Marciano's album, it's fresh, it's new, it's progressive. It fucking changed a lot of things. A lot of people are going to be rocking that style later. Fucking put together well, good raps. Like it meets all the criteria for a classic. But like, how do we even judge that nowadays? Do we judge it for when like this album is going to influence an album that Drake makes three years from now? You know what I mean? Is this going to be like this industrial kind of psychedelic sound finally influenced Kanye enough to make a kid see ghosts off of this type of sound? So it it's it now it becomes a classic. Like I always think that you should kind of wait. Like I think. I think Sky Zoo's album, that's his magnum opus of his long, illustrious career. I would say... Magnum opus. The best thing he's done. And not just because he was a guest on the show. Like, that album is incredible. Fucking great. And even though I'm a, more of a fan of um, the album before it, uh, I can still recognize that that album is fucking... Like you said, it like it, it's, it's his magnum, magnum opus. opus. Yeah, It's who, his book of rhyme. Who really is talking about it? You know what I mean? Like, Word. it didn't stick with the culture like that when it sh- it should. You know what I mean? He's not doing that lyrical miracle, but he's commit like he's lyrically mir- miraculous on it. Like those lists is- that you were talking about before. Have you seen that on the list? What? Um, I saw one person mention it, Sky Zoo's album, and it was a, a lady off of Instagram who had you know, and I was just like, great choice because it's it's one of, I think, what he was trying to achieve, what he did, and the execution, fucking great. I, I rank like I put that in the same category as like Royce the Five Nines album, um, Evidence's album, like single MC putting together a cohesive. Evidence had an album. Yeah, whether or not it's called. It's, Was it good? Yeah, uh, I that one um, Ambrosia for Heads. They had their little competition of like greatest albums. Everybody votes. It won. A lot of people like it. Who is I, this? Ambrosia for Heads. It's like a hip hop site. On Facebook, they had you know like a tournament like everybody votes it won it beat out royce the five nine shit i didn't care for it as much but like those three albums those three albums super phenomenal and then by all means they should be considered classic albums if they would have came out in 95 i think yeah people would still be like yo that was crazy what he did that's crazy what they did like i don't know is there even a difference between a classic album and a timeless album like like well, timeless, we... I guess you've got to wait and see. Right. But but it shouldn't being timeless be a part of being a classic album? Shouldn't that be also a criteria for it? It captures a moment? Well, like when I when I say Pimp a Butterfly and I keep going back to that is because it's maybe one of the first times in my life where I listened to something, you know, and at that time, contemporarily, I was like, oh, this is, this is it. This is a classic. It was like Blueprint. You know what I mean? Just like listen to it like, oh, shit. This is this changes things. Yeah, this changes things. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know, man. Let's get into our favorites of the year and shit. Like we're kind of just like going off and shit like that. Um, the way that I pursued, like the way well, that I can did, we take, take a, a break? break first. Yeah. All right. Mega Late Show episode fifty nine with chocolate cake, Steez, late. We are very Super? great. That was not supposed to rhyme, but it, you know, some, sometimes magic happens. <laughs> Bitch. Yo, this is Goyama. You're listening to the Woke is Tokyo podcast, the Mega Late Show, 200 IQ version. Fusion. Ha! My wife said we don't got one. 
We recording? Yeah. We don't got one. We don't got one. Boy, <laughs> fill that blocker, bag up. Blocker. What is this, episode 59? Uh, come, come Beat makers were 57, I feel like. MLS the 5-9. Actually, I don't mm. know if this is going to drop or not. I like this shit, though. Yo, here with a uh, chocolate cake and Steez La Steez La Do you go La Steez ever? La Steez? That's just my my name and my website name, but I go by Steez. Can I say Steez La Steez La Yeah, why not? I'm not putting that in the show notes. Get man. crazy with it. <laughs> Keep that shit regular. Steez La <clears throat> Yeah, yo, this La is episode freeze. 59. Episode 59 of the Megalade Show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what we finna we what we gonna finna finna do? What we gonna finna do? What, <laughs> what Yo, are we let's gonna talk do? about our favorites more concisely, more concisely. Okay. How y'all wanna do this? Just like uh, Just I wanna five, start ten? off by saying uh honorable mention, talking about the new wave, like I said, you know, kind of the Jay Z's and the Nas's, you know, they aren't, you know, popping as much as they used to in the past. Uh Smino and Toby Lou are fucking incredible artists. Do any of y- y'all listen to them? Yeah. No. Uh, Smino no. dropped an album this year. I didn't listen to it, but the one he dropped the year before was fucking incredible. Mm. So I'm pretty sure it's an, another great album. And uh, a similar artist to him is uh, Toby Lou. I'm who, not familiar with Toby Lou. Toby Lou had a great run of single tracks, and he kind of compiled them into some EPs. Uh, the last couple EPs, I didn't really love but he has some tracks like buff baby or uh troop which have features smino which are fucking great tracks and you know it's kind of like sing-songy like you know uh dram or kyle or lil yachty but it's not super auto-tuned out and it's more like uh i don't know i want to say like more on the wave of like Chance and Saba, like not super lyrical, but kind of poppy and fun and interesting. And yeah, I think they're super dope. Um, they didn't make my list because a lot of dope music came out this year. But I just want to give some acknowledgement. Yeah, because I think that's the new wave, man. Like them and like uh, Mike Jenkins. Mick Jenkins. Mick Jenkins. His album was really good too. But that's like really like his is more like recognize him. His is more rap than uh, Shmino shit. Like Shmino shit is like pop. R&B, R- rap R&B type of shit. No, I would say Smino's a rapper. I'd say Smino's like Gold Link. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like it's kind of like it, it's like so sing-songy at times that yeah. it's it's almost like a R. It's like that's like a new R&B. It's definitely type R&B. Wave. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? It's a new yeah, R&B yeah, wave. Yeah. But yeah, the the Mick Jenkins shit is definitely more rap than the Smino shit, though. I'd say they're closer than Jay Z and Nas. Like uh, and who's Kanye. another artist like like like? Black, Did you listen to JID's? Like, yes. Is DiCaprio too? Yes. How is it? Fucking great. Jiddy Jid is one of the best MCs out right now, man. He's just fucking dope. You put that man on a beat, and he'll just—he's going to kill it with with styles, flows, cadence, and and a lot of times content. He's dope. I'm I'm excited for a full length from him next year, as well as Earth Gang. Yeah, man. I, I have a lot of people who I think that I could say had really good years. Um, yeah. The Griselda Cats. 
so many projects came out from those dudes that were just good. Um, they're really dope. So shout out to Griselda because you really could probably make like a top five. If you really like their shit, you could make like a top five, top ten with just albums by them. I didn't um, listen to everything, but I mean, I've been on West Side Gun and I think besides Ivan Av, who didn't drop an album this year. They're probably the people I listen to the most. Westside Gun. And, I've been at uh, Conway. Had a, he had a track on the Swarvy album, I think. Dope, dope, dope. Yeah, there was a lot of albums that I, I thought were really good that just didn't make my top 10 list because I didn't rock with them like that. Uh, the Nipsey Hustle, um, J. Cole's album, uh, J. Rock's album, Redemption. Mm, J-Rock's album's on my list When you say didn't make the list You're talking about a top 10 list? Yeah okay. A personal, a personal top, top 5 top oh, Okay yeah. out, of, out, of, out of the the 10 The best 10 yeah. That's what you're talking about Yeah okay. I mean I, Well like, out of my 5 I'm, I had, I made top 5's And Sky Zoo uh, In Celebration of Us Black Thoughts And Ninth Wonder Streams of Thought Volume 1 Prime uh, Prime 2 Fonte, No News is Good News, Eminem, Kamikaze, and Saba, Care For Me, didn't make the list. But I oh, wanted they to... Did, those are albums that didn't make didn't the list. Didn't make the okay. list. But I, you know, just want to acknowledge. Wait, so you made you made like a top 10 and then a top 5 that didn't make the list? No, I made a top 5, okay. but as those the year five. went on, I was like, ah, oh, it's not going to make I see, it. I see, Yeah. Okay. Took it off. Yeah. Um, Kids See Ghosts didn't make my shit. Like, oh, the reason I bring these albums up is because if you look at a lot of people's top 10 albums of the year... Those, a lot of the albums that I mentioned just happen to be in a lot of people's top 10. And I think that when it comes to like culturally, more people listen to those albums. They're good projects that I, th I can see how people will feel that they deserve those spots. But for me, I made my choices based upon what I listened to most and what I thought was good art um, that I listened to most. So do how do we want to do this? I don't know. Somebody started off. You can, I guess, go with right. your top favorite albums and singles or whatever you want to talk about. Are we starting from the top or starting from the bottom? Um, I just say say your albums, I guess. Say your albums, I guess. Who wants Yo, to go first? Yo, Kate, you said, um, Yay was your favorite album. That's right. What What else did you like? Or yeah. um, not 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 really. Yay, I would say it's in a category of its own. Uh, in terms of how much I liked it. After that... Like, because you liked it so much? Because I liked because it so much. Yeah, because right. I liked it so much. So I would say, yeah, it was definitely at the top. And then uh, Currency is definitely one... It's He's one of my favorite artists, and he dropped a lot of stuff, as he always does. But um, of his stuff that he dropped this year, he had a uh, something in the spring called The Spring Collection. That was one I liked the most. And then he also dropped Fetty with Fetty Gibbs. And I like that. That was dope, too. Yeah, I love that, Fetty. Fetty is great. Yeah. Top five duo albums for me. Here we go. Jesus Christ. I, I, did, I did break mine up. <laughs> Here we go. Cheers, like Cheating ass. It's Here a good go. album. Here we go. Jeez. Alchemist did all of that? A Fetty? Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. he did all yeah, of Fetty. Yeah, he did all that. He also had like, his own. He had bread. bread. And yeah. what is the other one? Meat. Did good Book came out this year, or was that last year? Or oh, 2017. Volume what? Volume two. With a uh, budgie or whatever the other guy's name is, who's know. also dope. Yo, uh, Alchemist is crazy. Yeah, Alchemist is, is like Al Alchemist awesome also did a lot of the production on um, Benny's uh, Tana Talk Three. It was Alchemist and uh, Derringer who did the production on that. Um, continue. Okay. Well, yeah. That, that's. I mean, 
That's pretty much it. I would say, yeah, it's in a category of its own. After that, I would say maybe Fetty and Spring Collection uh, with Currency. And then maybe I might say Nas and Black Thought came out with some really cool stuff. And that would probably be Did you be like it. Stream Stream 1 or Stream 2? I liked them both. Wait, 2 came out? Yeah. All production is done by Salam Remy. Yo, I didn't know 2 came out. Yeah. When yeah. did that come out? Like three months ago. <laughs> October? Yeah. Pretty sure. Oops. That got a lot of play for me too, but I, you know, it sounds it sounds a lot like a Roots album, to be honest with you, whereas Stream sounded like Black Thought over Beats. So, I, I like stream one more than stream. Yo, stream shout out two. to um, who was it? Was this it beat. uh, Il Sugi who was like Salam Remy is one of his favorite yeah. producers? Yeah, yeah, good answer, still a good answer. Salam Remy, you know, yo, he did a lot of work with Nas. I'm not gonna, I kind of fell off at the end of the year. I was like, I can't, yo, I, I had my Spotify pulled up. The other things I would put on there that I'm not going to put on there, but the other things that I thought were dope was, of course, the DiCaprio 2 thing. That was dope. Mm-hmm. Scorpion, the first half of that was really dope. And uh, let's not forget the GOAT, Little Wayne, dropped the Carter 5 uh, this year. That made your list? No, no. The, I mean, if, no. I, I, the, 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 the five, quote unquote, would be the Yay, Fetty, Spring Collection, the Nas, and Black Thought album. Um, but the other ones that I thought were interesting, the Carter 5 was dope. Mona Lisa with Kendrick. That was fucking phenomenal. I that was that was, that was one of the greatest records this whole entire year. That was dope. I like that song a lot. That was dope. Yeah, but it sounds like old Kendrick, which I don't like as much as current Kendrick. But the okay. song is dope. You like most of the Carter Five? No, that's why I wouldn't be on there. I would say like about half of it. About half. I like I like the tracks uproar. that sounded older or the tracks that sounded more new because a lot of the albums sound a little aged, like dated. Um, not, Swiss not that Beast it, track yeah. sounds real. Yeah. A mix like I like the Swiss Beast tracks. I like Uproar. I like the one with uh, fucking Ashanti. I started, started this off right. That, that was Ashanti. dope. Um, I don't know. There were some other things. There was some, I think there was one with Travis Scott. Maybe some some stuff in the earlier things. Mm-hmm. There was some stuff sprinkled out there that I liked, but there was a lot of stuff that I didn't like. I only liked maybe about half of it, so that's why I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Consider one of my favorites of the album of the year. I only liked a few as well. I kind of felt the same way about the Lil Wayne joint as I did about Eminem's Kamikaze. It's like, I see what they're doing. It's not bad. And it's like, it feels kind of like they're back to some type of standard of like quality, but it just didn't hit me all that hard. Mm. I think Lil Wayne would be in a different category than M because Lil Wayne didn't necessarily fall off as much as he wasn't productive. He was hindered yeah. by all his legal elements and, I think, and drug abuse. I think Lil Wayne's problem was he still sounded like he did when the pause happened. Like, it wasn't as contemporary. His growth was stunted? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I don't know. I like the same thing. I would like him and Eminem to just grow up a little bit more. Okay. But yeah. yeah definitely. But yeah, good, good, good albums. Yo, I... Uh, Except for that Drake shit. I didn't really listen to it, so I don't really know. <laughs> mm. I'm I want to clarify that. Like, I just didn't listen to it. Yeah. I'm going to go next. Uh, my Spotify says I listened to 62,197 minutes of music. Damn. I don't know how much that is broken down. But, uh, and I, and I kind of stopped listening to shit around October because I was like, I can't fucking deal with anything. And uh, they've got like my top songs and my top artists, which some of these didn't really make the list. Um, Kendrick Lamar, Fred Fades, Eminem. But uh, Planet Asia made the list, but I'll save that for... Well, no, Planet Asia. That was my number five album. 
and I'm kind of cheating because he dropped two. He dropped the Golden Buddha and Mansa Musa, or at least the Golden Buddha Deluxe Edition came out this year. And those albums are great. Like Planet Asia is one of my new favorite rappers. Like I'd, I'd always, I was familiar with him, but it wasn't until I went back and checked some of his shit. Where I was like, oh yeah, this is like exactly what I want to listen to. It's kind of got that same, you know, me and Mega dropped that abstract one loop bar mix. And uh, Planet Asia is like the West Coast, you know, king of that with, you know, Alchemist, you know, on the production. Uh, Planet Asia is super albums, dope, man. Like him and Tri-State and uh, Killer Ben, who make up Durag Dynasty with Alchemist. They're, you know, affiliated on those tracks. And I mean, he also works with, you know, those guys in that same vein. I think he does some shit with like Makami and some other people. But yeah, it's just dope and i mean crazy i mean if you like that griselda shit you'll like planet asia shit planet asia has just been super dope since forever i remember listening to him on the on the um on the wake up show when i was fucking literally high forever school. i think his yeah. first album came out in like 99 or some shit yeah and then he also had that work that he did with rasco cali agents which is still like classic dope hip-hop music and it's really dope seeing him grow as an artist because like he's matured and also his ability to rap has just gotten better it was always strong but he's a little bit more maybe i would say eloquent now and deliberate with his lines just good fucking hip-hop shit and i was really happy to see you kind of like start rocking with planet asia because i it was something that i i wouldn't have foreseen when it comes to you you didn't like that nicholas f album that came out this year hold up, hold up, hold up oh, okay i was gonna say my number four is a uh, jericho jackson which mm. was crisis and elzai which is fucking super dope. Great album. I feel it? like it's like seventeen. Uh, that track seventeen. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that track's great. I mean, the whole album's great. I mean, it's crazy. Well, that like it's my... like Prime, but I think it's better than Prime too. Well, it, it is because it didn't make my list. Yeah. But uh, Elzai has been dope since forever. Crisis I've recognized since the Little Brother days when he was producing for the Justice League. I mean, them working together makes sense because I mean. Little Brother That's and Slump nice. Village were pretty much, you know, uh, contemporaries. Yeah. And I don't know, Elzai, like his solo projects in the past, um, well, the ones after Elmatic didn't really catch for me. But this album is just, you know, it really caught that moment where i'm like yo dope beats dope rhymes you know fonte said there's one more could you want and that's what this project is he really dope project. it's it's like a it's it's a pairing that is kind of brilliant in a way it's especially like especially since crisis knew? is like low-key like if you ask my favorite producers i wouldn't say crisis but this Ooh, album is yeah. uh, that's a really good one yeah. that made my top five mc with producer albums cake cheating huh <laughs> no but uh, but really there cheating was just again. there was a few albums that were like that that were just like really fucking good where an mc nah, pairs up with a producer a decision, and makes nah, it yeah. you well i'm just saying decision. yeah yeah Come it's on. not it did that did not make my my top 10 or whatever sees you want to go shoot hold on i got three more uh, oh shit my bad i keep on trying to cut you off and shit <laughs> motherfuckers eating what you eating over there <laughs> macaroni oh three tierra whack whack world which I which I would say almost not an is album. the closest to instant classic of this year. Almost not an album though. So innovative though. It's fucking great. 
it, like it's it's brilliant. It's it's hard to call it an album because I don't know if you guys have heard it, but it's 15 one minute tracks. And I gotta give Mega props because Mega put visual. me onto it. It's it, it, it's not supposed to be consumed just by headphones. It is an audio visual project mm. where each of these little single one minute vignettes of fucking highly conceptual artistry. And they didn't fucking release great. the video separately. It's like a 15 minute. You can catch the, it on YouTube, the whole album. Yeah. And each time the song changes, the video the scene changes. Yeah. yeah. It's a, it's to be it's not it's to be taken in in a single viewing. That is how the art is supposed to be processed. And, and I think it's so dope wow. like That's really interesting. The way we've um kind of gone back to the single or the way music consumers at least at large the com- public has you know gone back to like the single the single kind of reigns in this day and age i mean when we were in our when we were younger i don't know about uk albums and before that our parents age was more the single you know the 45 the yeah. art, whatever but this is kind of like that on steroids and i, and I don't yeah. think it's the next thing but the experimentation of it is so interesting like me i'm more into like music and lyrics like the visuals are cool but just listening to the songs and she'll like if she does the hook at the beginning she'll do like a verse and then maybe half the hook at the end or because no matter what at the minute she cuts it off so it you can tell there's like a lot of planning and thinking and you know creative like uh you know constructiveness into it like okay here's the first two lines of the hook okay into the next song yeah. or yo in the verse with this bar and then that's it here's here's or a, you only hear the hook bridge. one time yeah. it's so crazy but it's still so catchy and like since i'm not a big visual guy like i don't really remember like oh yeah this song reminds me of that part of the video i'm just like yo that one part of the hook that she said that one time is really sticking with me. I need to go back and listen to that. This is uh, so, so it's an audio visual thing. Yeah. When you first listened to it, did you watch it with the visuals? Yes, I did. Yes. Is that is that cheating too? Because you got you got visuals with it. Does that well, does well, that influence sort of how you like it? Absolutely. And, well, absolutely. like I said, is that a the like visuals a, weren't a big part for me because okay. I went back and listened to it on Spotify and I listened to it a lot on Spotify. Like I've only watched the video maybe twice okay and once was when mega showed me and maybe the second time was when i showed somebody else okay i i I don't think it's cheating i think like when when artists make albums like when you look at when you look at an album from like the migos right they make singles and then they fill the rest of the album with other songs to be streamed to be monetized Mm. some artists make albums that are to be consumed all at once so if you just hear the lead single and like that's where you go into the album it's different than if you were to just take the whole album and listen to it all together. And for this, like, it's an album, but it is a concept album. And I wouldn't dock it for, you know, it being a concept album that has has another component to it, you know? Like, damn, they're like, oh, you can play this in reverse. And it's like, that is, you know, another way to apprehend the album. But I almost didn't put it on my list. But I think it's so strong. Her ability to capture an idea within a minute and express it, and it's so concise. Very it sounds interesting. Fucking brilliant, dude. Cause, cause I I watched it first, right? So I didn't know the song titles until I listened to it on Spotify. And even then, I wasn't really paying attention. So I was like, "Yo, I want to listen to that that song again." But I didn't know the name. Mm. So looking at it, I was like, "Oh shit!" I was like, you know, uh, flea market. I was like, oh, that makes sense. Silly Sue. Oh, okay, I get it now. Mm. 
Yeah, it's really dope. Like, think of like, cause Cake, you're an artist. Like, uh, in Mega, you've made music. I'm an music. artist. <laughs> I'm an artist. <laughs> Steez, of course. No, but I'm just saying, like, Steez makes films. You know what I mean? Or you know, Steez does film, and uh, Cake, you know, you do music. Mega yeah. does. Uh, various things. I used to do music. Mm-hmm. I write poetry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm working on shit. Has anybody ever done like a minute thing, like try to capture a concept in a minute? No, not not in this. It's fashion. crazy, man. She did it it's, 15 times. And it's, it's cohesive yeah. as fuck. To it flows. And and what else is crazy is like the visual components for it. Those in themselves are fucking brilliant. Each and every one of them. And so yeah, um, again, when I'm t- when I'm when I'm looking at something like. The Migos, right? Or or pick pick another pick any other Takashi Six Nine. While he's technically an artist and he's making art, like at the end of the day, he's he's making his music and he's trying to monetize it to make money. With Tierra, it's like she's like, here's this art that is very personal and a part of me. And I just think that she's a brilliant artist and this is just the highest tier. This is high art. And I think that there's not a lot of that in hip-hop's highest tier of of uh i don't know cultural i don't know like it just doesn't really saturate the culture this type of art saturating the culture to the degree that it did this is going to guaranteed two three years from now people are going to be making music that sounds like tear whack in the same way that people are going to be making music that sounds like no name was that on any of the lists that you saw no, I didn't see. Well, I well, I think I saw it on like Fantano's top fifty, but I don't know if it was on a top ten hip hop album list that I can recall. But for me, undoubtedly on my top ten. Yeah, I'm feeling really good. My list is not as top ten ish as it would have been in the past. Last year, you had a lot of albums that were like good and popular. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, and like, yeah, you like had the Rhapsody on there. You had like uh, the Big Crit on there. I think. Two, right? Mm, that was, that was, that was so. your number one. No, not big. No, it wasn't no. his number one. But he, he, I remember you had like, I was like, oh, that's a really good list. Uh, You're talking about like, 16, maybe. No, no, last year. No, the it one we been did. Big Forever is a mighty long time. Yeah, no, definitely not. I don't remember, but I, I think you had Rhapsody on there and a couple but other yeah, ones. Yeah, definitely that were more it was more, yeah, more uh, mainstream. Just, just. I don't. It's weird to call things mainstream now because, like, who even knows? Like, you you see what is mainstream, but then there's a lot of other albums that aren't really like mainstream. Like yeah, Nipsey like Hussle is not really mainstream. But when mainstream, I say underground, you know? like, does it have a label? People don't know them as much. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which brings me to my number two, Nicholas F. Stuck. There we go. Which is <laughs> expecting it. Fucking great. great, Nicholas F. Uh, it's a great album. And it it's didn't weird, make my man, top ten, because when I great. listened to it, I was like, "This is all right," you know. I like, I love N- Nicholas F. Like uh, Stretch Marks, uh, his album before this, I thought was fine. It's probably one of his weaker projects compared to like the really, really, really great shit that I love that he did before. And you know, when I first listened to Stuck, I was kind of like. You know what? This is better than Stretch Marks, but it's also not as good as his old shit. But, you know, cool. And then, like, later in the year, I went back to it, and I was just like, yo, this fucking album is great. So good. Super good. I mean, I'm a huge fan, obviously, but he just ticks those boxes for me where he's like, yo, I'm lyrical. 
I'm abstract. I'm artistic. Insightful, personal. I'm, yeah, I'm grimy. I'm a uh, personal. I'm I'm a uh, weird. And you know, he makes a lot of his beats. Uh, the producers he works with are dope. I don't think this album has any features. Um, his uh, topics are dope. When he doesn't have a topic, it's dope. He has one track on here that's just, uh, I guess he produced it, or I don't know, I haven't checked. But it's like a sample, like an old Memphis 3-6 sample, where it's like, dump you in the river, dump you in the river. I think it's the outro of the album, and I played the shit out of that track. Just that track, because I was like, it is my vibe, because he's from Virginia. I mean, if you listen to the podcast, you've heard me talk about him before. He's like Southern, but he's from Virginia, and it's not Southern. Because he has that, you know, New York battle rap uh, background, but he still has that kind of, you know how we are in the South, like that kind of like twang to it or whatever. Just such a good album. Like I, I, I couldn't, all the other albums I said before are also great, but I couldn't put anything above this one. Well, except for one thing because this one like i don't know it was like even though i stuck. don't rate it if i was writing a fucking um what do we call those things uh one of those uh a think piece oh yeah that that would be the end of my part about there was just something about this album that stuck, stuck in all caps because that's how he stylized it damn cringe ready <laughs> yo, that, yo that thick piece is trash right? like, i'm not fucking with it i'm not fucking with it no no but it, uh, i agree with you man this is this is an album that didn't make my top 10 but um late put me on to nicholas f last year okay. and i went back and i listened to a couple albums like these are really good this is fucking dope and um of course i could see all the reasons that late really appreciated it but this album was kind of the first one that i was around when it dropped and i remember i got i was like yo late this is really good he's like ah, i haven't really i haven't really you know got into it like that and i was like fuck this is great and i kind of just sat with it i put it on one of the mixes that i made this year for the podcast and um it it just continued to grow on me and it kind of unfolds slowly where it's like you listen to it and it's like all right that was good the first time around and then you start to notice like little things about the production and uh some of the qualities that he's uh doing with his voice and it's just like it, it really did it really did stick around and, and with me and and uh it's an album that i played a lot this year i don't have anything to kind of quantify like the artists that i listen to because i don't use anything that like counts it i have a media player on my phone but yeah i guarantee that that album got hours and hours of play for me good good shit in the the final the final joint i struggle with this because i almost changed it at the last minute because it it feels weird to say this especially since i've been talking about you know like classic albums i think i know what it is yeah i think you do too but uh drop it xx i listened no, to Huncho it jack by quavo <laughs> <laughs> Huncho. Huncho Jack meets Cactus Jack, Quavo, and uh, Travis Scott. No, uh, it's a fucking Black Panther soundtrack. Mm. Mm-hmm. I bumped the okay. shit out of this album, man. X, uh, King's Dead. Um, yep. Para fucking medic. paramedic with what is what's their name? RB. Uh, oh, it's 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 S O B R B E. S O B R B E. Those boys. Yo, uh, the track with um. Two chains. Uh, oh, two chains is X, right? Yeah, X, Ops yeah. with uh Vince 
Vince Staples. I didn't know what the ops were, but now I know what the ops are. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with the hip slang. And this album came out maybe February. in January. February? Uh, oh, I think I February. came out before. February. Came out before yeah. the movie. Yeah. yeah. And yo, I was just like, the whole year I was like, oh yeah, something will overtake this. Wow. And like when I really sat down and considered it, I was like, man, I listened to this album so much. I can still listen to those songs. Like I, it's my number one. Paramedic might be like, it's definitely a top five song of the year for me. I and love yo, that track. The vibe, uh, I'm going to say Kendrick because he's, I guess, the executive producer. Curator. And he's on almost all the tracks. It's so dope. Like, I mean, Black Panther was its own thing, like its own cultural moment. But like the from the little bit of articles I read, like Kendrick really wanted to like make a sound or a vibe. Like he didn't score the movie. That was a uh, Childish Gambino's producer who did that. Yeah, the white the white cat. Yeah, he a lot Luf, of African sounds. He sounds African's like name. German. Yeah, has, at least for this movie, he yeah. did those sounds. But they were like, but we don't want to just you know use an African soundtrack like you know the Lion King or right. Lady Smith. Black, mix that shit black, down whatever the hell weird, their names yeah. are but yeah it's like the drums are like it's like afro-futurism exactly but not mm. in like some weird drexia or not weird but you know what i mean it's new yeah. like it's so different and if you look at black panther and then you listen to the soundtrack you're like oh yeah it should sound like this and the way that uh i guess they chose who should be on what song like that paramedic song it, it doesn't was, sound like that bass stuff that they usually do, but when they're on, I'm like, this is super appropriate. I, I read that they had made that track previously before Kendrick approached them for the album, and they sent that track to Kendrick, and then when they got it back, it was that final project, and Kendrick added the singing, Kendrick added the hook, changed some things in the production, did the, the movement change to the production, and Kendrick really just made that album like pertinent for Killmonger. You know what I mean? Like right. that, it's, it's, I mean, he's from Oakland. And so, like, this hard Bay Area sound, it's very, like, oh, that shit is definitely one of my favorite songs of the year, Paramedic. Great mm. fucking choice. And that, that's what I was saying. Like, like that album should be, it's, like, it should be, like, a classic because it just, it meet, it ticks all that criteria and for I mean, being fucking dope. The Black Panther album. Yeah. Kendrick, all of, <laughs> all of Black Hippies on there. Controversy. Uh, Georgia tell, Smith tell is on there. Scissors on there. The Weeknd's on there a few times. Actually, I think the album is Kendrick Scissor, The Weeknd officially. Um, that's your guy, right, Cake? You like SOB? I love the Weeknd. Whatever. It's SOB RBE. Wait, they had two albums that came out this year that are good too. I'm not a huge fan. Gang in one. Cake seems to disagree on the greatness of Black Black Panther. So, well, it really just comes down to preference. So I just I just don't like it the same way you do. I can't really, you know, when it comes to calling something a classic, I think it's hard to really you know finalize on criteria it takes all the boxes really just means it takes all the boxes for what you consider a classic but mm. there is no objective measure where we can point to this is the book this is the scroll this is the well, law book that says this is what a classic makes right so well, that's kind well, of what me, i try to approach though well for me it was like like i said i struggled leaving it at the top because i expected and kind of a little bit wanted to something else to overtake it because this list like I've said, wasn't as whatever poppy mainstream, whatever that word is, as my past list. So I thought, oh, this shit has lyrics on it. So I thought uh, something else would, uh, you know, go on top of it. But 
if I'm being honest, if I'm keeping it 100, my nigga, my nigga, if I'm going to keep it 100, fill that bag up. <laughs> <laughs> I listen to this shit so much. I love this shit. I love the vibe. Yeah. It reminds me yeah. of the movie, which was like a thing. It's good. Yeah, yeah. Super, this album. Okay. And it's technically yeah. a Kendrick album, and Kendrick hasn't done anything wrong in yeah. a few years. So. Per- personally, Cake, it didn't make my top few 20, years. but I think it's a great album. Along with the J-Rock and all the yeah. other joints that were just really good, it just doesn't make my top 20. What Paramedic it? definitely makes my top mm. five songs, but, you know, the album just didn't click with me as much as it did for, for you, Light. What has Kendrick done wrong ever before? Ever. Not wrong, but ever. I'm not a huge fan of pre... I... I I don't like Good Kid, Mad City as much as most people do. What about Section 80? I really don't like that as much as most people do. Is that right? Wow. Really? I love Section wow. 80. Wow. I'm with you on Good Kid, Mad City. They got the the, the Janet Jackson sample with Drake on. I don't care for that Poetic song Justice? at all. Yeah. Like There's a few song. songs on there that I don't like, but also Money Trees is like my one of my favorite Kendrick songs. So, Yeah. It's but I mean, bit. the last four or five tracks on that album I could do without, except Same. for... Especially that Compton bonus track with Dre. Uh, yeah, Compton is... It's all right. Stay out. Stay out. And yeah. uh, let him know. Let him know. Black, black boy. Bug black boy. Yeah. Fly is pretty good. Wait, what did he say? Cake been doing Brazilian yeah. jujitsu, and he's yeah, like, I'm about to choke yeah. this nigga out. Talking about my songs. No man, that shit is. Yeah. I almost want to say you. that shit is you. whack. Sing okay. for me and real. Like I'm not a big fan of those I, tracks. I think sing for me is good. What about blow my high from section eighty? Section eighty. Swimming those pools? tracks are. Good. You're saying the good tracks, the bangers like rigor mortis oh, yeah. and. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, I'm bad with track names, but her, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I mean, a lot of that stuff is not good. Like the Ronald Reagan song isn't that good, <laughs> but people Bug quote it. that shit all the time. <laughs> What's your Bug favorite it. Kendrick album, Cake? Damn, 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 damn. You too, right, Steez? I feel that, like when it came out, you were like, what? Okay. Section eighty or damn? Yeah, I, yeah. it's 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 um, to pimp a butterfly for me. Yeah, definitely. And then probably sure. Section eighty though. Like after so. to pimp a butterfly, that's do no wrong Kendrick for me. Mm. That is, okay. yeah. Well, what you got? Do you want me to go, Steve? I'll go, go. I'll go. I'll go. My uh, shit is weird. I don't think y'all even listen to a lot nah, of the albums you, you I put sh- on. You there. should be last. For me, 2018, I, I, you know, I listen to more movies. All right, man. I watch more movies than I listen to music. But... You about to hit us with the original motion picture soundtrack? <laughs> 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 no, no, no. But yeah, so I didn't get to get a chance to listen to so much lesser known artists. Um, <clears throat> so I'm gonna. I'm going to sound off like more of the popular list. That's it. Um, I got like 23 that are worthy of reco- recognition of me. So I'm not going to go. Do you in have depth, them in like, order or you just oh, got no, not in order. Okay. Okay. Not in order, but I, y- you already know Kissy Ghost is my favorite. Okay. Mm. Uh, so I'll, I'll just go with this list. Um, Nipsey Hustles, Victory Lap. I really love that. Good shit. Listen yeah. to Yo, Nipsey that joint with C-Lo? Actually, that that uh track that sampled uh the annie joint yeah yeah i banged the shit out of that yo that album of the year. that there's album some, is like highly motivational over there. yeah makes you want to get up sell some drugs to get rich and shit kendrick's on that right yeah i think so yeah yeah the CeeLo track is really fucking dope what is that shit called i don't know i, I forget, just know the track CeeLo joint that is dope. and with uh, uh key to the city that's my shit yeah. Status symbol three. That was really the way good. that they flipped that Annie sample just slowed down. It's crazy. It's fucking dope. When I was playing music, I would love to transition that from the Jay Z song. Yeah. 
slowing it down. Drop the pitch like and then that. drop that shit. Hell I feel yeah. you. That's a good idea. I'm gonna do that at the. Back I know y'all don't like. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. All my well, Lady and I are going to be DJing at the breakdown later on this month, uh, the last Saturday of the month, I think. Yeah. And uh, I'm gonna play all 2018 songs. When is that? Shout it Saturday. Out to the, the I don't have a calendar in front of me right now, but the last Saturday of the the fourth Saturday of the month of January. January, yeah. Where is it gonna be at? Coins Bar. Okay. Twenty. We gotta check that out. Breakdown. Six. Yeah. January 26th. Corn's Bar. Australia. Day. We'll be there. Right. Okay. Uh, Logic's Bobby Tarantino 2. Okay. I like that joint. These are, are these in any order? Or no. Just... Not, not in any order at all. I just These are just albums of 2018 that I vibed with. Okay. Uh, Black, Anther, uh, Black Panther's album. Uh, Saba, Care For Me. Mm, amazing that was album. dope as fuck. Amazing. Super dope. Uh, Cardi B's Invasion of Privacy was really good. Did you like that one? I didn't listen to it, so Hard Pass. It. Hard Pass? Yeah. Check it's it out, It's got some good tracks on there. It's, it's not me. I thought you were a good a big fan of Cardi B. I like Cardi B a lot. Uh, I wouldn't say the albums is great, but some of the tracks are there are great. Bickenhead is good. Uh, I even like Like That, surprisingly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did the you Lauren listen to it, sample Kate? is okay. No, I didn't. No. You don't like him? I uh, know. I just haven't listened to it. Yeah. Word, word, word. Pusha T's Daytona. Mm-hmm. That shit was fire. Hot If fire. you know, you know is probably one of my favorite tracks yeah. of the year, too. The way that shit drops. That album started the summer for me. Uh, Yay. Okay. Yay was fucking, Here we go. I, I love Yay. Ran right off on. on the plug, love, too, like True Goy. I love yeah. Yay. See, what's your favorite? At first, I didn't like Yay. Like at first, I liked a few tracks, but then I listened to I it again. I think I saw a Facebook one of those, post where you were a little bit disappointed. I was disappointed at first, but I, I take that post back because mm. I went back to it and I was like... I thought people would have shit, the opposite yo. effect. You know, they really like it at first and then they kind of fall off, but I guess I was wrong. No, I don't know. Yeah. I mean... Steve, what's your favorite track off there? Mmm... That sounds like the Jeopardy theme. Yeah, I was about to say. I don't know. Still going to the bottom. Still going to the bottom. I don't know the name of it. Oh, that is actually my favorite joint off of it, too. Yeah. That one was good. Even actually, that's Yikes, right? Yeah, Yikes. Is that Yikes? The first one is good, but I don't like the talking too much. When he gets into his raps, that's fucking dope. Word. Really dope, and I like the beat, especially when it turns up yeah. and it sounds a little like fucking animalistic with that. You know, what's your crazy. least favorite track from there? <sighs> Towards the end, um, it could be the last track. I didn't, I didn't like the Kid Cudi track too much. The to Ghost honest. Town, is it Ghost Town? That's, that's number six, right? Ghost yeah, Town's number that's six. The one before last. It, it could be that one or the Violent last Violent Crimes, one. is that the last track or is that could in the be middle? The, the last one, maybe. I, I'm not sure. Oh, okay. Word. But anyways, okay, moving on. Kidsy Ghosts was number one for me. Um, I was highly anticipating this because I met Takashi Murakami, where you got that, that drop from. Mm. And um, This is Takashi Murakami? And, You're listening um, to Mega Late Show. Ever, ever since, <laughs> <laughs> dude, honestly, I pulled Murakami to the side real quick because we were filming him. But I was like, "Yo, can you say this real quick?" And everyone was watching. I'm like, "All right, all right, cool. I got that shit." <laughs> no. But uh, yeah, ever since I saw he was gonna do another, you know, he was gonna do um, a cover art for them. I've, I've been expecting that that album, and when it came out, it was fucking great to me. So. Kitsy Ghost is my album of 2018, and I, I think it's it's fucking amazing, and I can't wait for their collab, you know, their next collab. Is there another one? 
Well, they should. Mm. I mean, Cuddy was quiet for a while, and then mm. he did Passion, Pain, and Human. Yo, uh, Demon, Demon Slaying. Slaying. Mm. To go, that was, that was pretty good. I not to go on a tangent. Trash. Is Cuddy back? <laughs> is he, Cu- he's dope. Is Cuddy back? Well, he's touring. He's he's doing some live performances. Oh, okay. and there there are very and, few artists who can really kill a chorus like Kid Cudi. Like he's just dope off of the chorus, man. He's he does the chorus off of uh, one of the songs on uh, what is it, ASAP Forever on ASAP Rocky's album. Mm-hmm. It's fucking great, and he has a verse. He's just good at that. And so with Kids See Ghosts, I thought it had that vibe. Like it got, it really got Cuddy like well, the latest ASAP. This is yeah, the testing the, the best collaboration they've created together. Yeah, and uh, hopefully you know it spawns it is, more after it is that. So I'm I'm hoping. You know, they they just they fit. They fit. It felt cohesive the artistry too. fits very very well together. Yeah. And um, you know, they dropped their guard of whatever vulnerabilities or whatever like they had against each other and they just really made some some nice art. Yeah. I heard that shit was made super quick too, like fucking a couple days they put that whole shit together. Yeah. Word. So, I know I know Ye it's, was it's high art. Ye was fucking he, everything that he planned to create for that album, he scrapped it. He you know, scrapped after it after the he, TMZ in, in a month he fucking yeah. I don't know. Yeah. If I say high art one more time on this podcast, uh you can choke me out. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm fucking I hated myself. <laughs> I have said it a few times okay. and every time I cringe a little bit, but yeah, it's it's there. Yeah, Tiana Taylor KTSC. I thought that was amazing. That made your list? Not a hip hop uh, album, but yeah. It's not uh, a hip hop album, but, it, but it's still, you know, it's it's produced by Ye, so I, I, I put it there. Uh, Gorillaz is not a hip hop album, but I put yeah. that in as well. The that now, came out now. this year? Yes. The okay. Now Now did come out this year. Like humans this was a year or two ago. Maybe that's the shit. I that didn't, I didn't like, like humans that much. I don't like humans either. No, no, no. I'm I about understand. Th- I'm just trying to be a jackass. I know. And I am. <laughs> it's high art. Ah! Ah! <laughs> The now now though that was yeah, really okay. good. Um, I haven't listened since. Did y'all listen Beach. to uh, Jeremiah's and Ty Dolla Sign's collab album Mighty? Ooh, no. I feel like I did. I I liked it. I like. I feel mo- like I, I listened like, to yo, some of it. Free Ty Dolla Sign fam, like he Whoa, is, yeah, oh for real. Yo, he's looking back. They doing that in that, ATL. Dude. Like you don't got yo, connections out there. You let's call it in. <laughs> let's trade help me. Ty Dolla Sign for Jeremiah because apparently he's a jackass. Jeremiah? Yeah. Well, fuck all that noise. Ty Dolla Sign, I love that guy as an artist, and I hope that he I like, gets no, he's great. his joints yeah. for whatever the fuck. See, you put me on to him because like I wasn't really his solo shit is great. Word. Y'all, y'all might fucking you know judge me for this, but I liked Jaden Smith's The Sunset Tapes. I didn't listen to oh, it. I, I vibe with it. Did you? Listen I didn't. To I didn't listen to it. That's it. not sir, right? Some That's of the singles. No. No, I one. did. I like that shit. I mean, I, I saw the ratings. You know, like uh, Anthony Fantano gave. Wait, it he changed his a, name. A fucking well, no. Jaden Smith. Yeah, no, he's he calls himself Sire on yeah. Sire. That's what I meant on Instagram or whatever. But you know, he's Jaden Smith. Eminem's Kamikaze. He bounced back from revival. Ugh. So I had to, cause I remember you talking about talking about him on revival and your revival really was fire trash man like, it was yeah, fire was trash so so per- seeing him bounce back from that and creating kamikaze i think he needed that fire trash to create this just because yeah, everyone's talking shit on him somebody like, finally gave him a laptop that you know someone finally like, gave him a pep talk they i didn't I, like that's my music also <laughs> on fucking on kamikaze he's got the fucking trashy ass skits again 
when he's calling up. Oh, those skits are great. His, no, but he's like, yeah, I'm gonna find this guy and go to his house and beat him up because I'm Eminem. It's like, yo, uh, fam, you're like forty some years old. More self aware than you're making them sound. Uh, I, think. I don't know. It sounds pretty. Corny. Plus, they kind of throwback to the old Slim Shady, uh, Marshall Mathers skits. Yeah, I think Slim Anus on there. I'm gonna give him. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Uh, well, yeah, that's kind of terrible. I just, took him, I, just, I took him at face value because I've always disliked his skits. So, yeah, word, I, word, I, I'll word. give him a little okay. bit more credit than that. So, yeah. uh, I didn't like him before, but I heard his album Denzel Curry's TA one three zero zero taboo. Shout out to Tetsu Carp. That's a fucking great Taboo's album. Taboo's fucking great. That's no, a but great before album. that, I top twenty really, for me. I wasn't really a fan of him, but I heard I Taboo. Didn't know. To interject, sorry. So many should I listen to from him? Uh. I didn't really like that album, mm-hmm. but the producer in his click—I forgot his click's name—but uh, the guy's name is Lord Lucy N. He put out a compilation album with you know Denzel Curry and J.K. the Reaper and uh, Nigeria and all the other rappers in his click. And Denzel's on a few of the tracks, and that album is fucking great. Is that right? Called the uh, L.U.P.N. album or something like that. I gotta check that out. It's really good. L.U.P.N. It's really good. Word. But yeah, that album is actually surprisingly good. Like I had mm. no idea about Denzel Curry before that, and really? it's just yeah, it's got like three parts to it. It's like dark, yeah. light, gray, or whatever, and it's just a good, well put together album. With like it cre- really creates an atmosphere. Yo, shout out to Florida. Yeah, it's a lot of dope, good music. Man. It's really dope. Yeah, made I mean, it a top twenty album for me. I mean, Denzel's relatively new. He came out around Lil Yachty's time, so but he's he been around a lot. Forever. He's on uh, that. Remember uh, when Little Yachty was relevant? <laughs> last, two years, last year when we were doing the podcast. Mm-hmm. Now nah, he's uh, uh, Denzel's on that Little Ugly Man album, uh, Mr. Thug Isolation. Mm-hmm. Early, early, early mm-hmm. Denzel doesn't even sound the same anymore. Word, word, word. Yeah, it's good um, art. Yeah, so Astro World, I like that joint. It was Shout really good. Um, there's a bit too much auto tune going on, but besides that, you know, that's just that's just his sound, I guess. But it was great. It was. It I seems mean, focused. The album seems like every track on there is something that was supposed to be yeah. made. It doesn't have a lot of filler. And again, I said it a lot of times, but Mike D, uh, Mike Dean, supposedly had created a masterpiece of audio engineering with that by being able to push, mm-hmm. boost the decibels without it like peaking. And it's supposed to be like the new sonic standard for pop music in general. So, yeah, you can tell dope. Travis Scott put a lot more love than he did his last album, Beeps oh, yeah, and the. Last Thieves in the Trap sing my, Brian McKnight or something like that. Yeah. Sing Brian McKnight. Yeah. And yeah. Travis Scott also heavily influenced by uh, Kid Cudi. Facts. Yeah. Facts. And shout out to uh, Travis Scott for removing the chan- transgender chick from his album cover. You little sus there, Travis. Do you think he did that? We watching you, Travis. Yes. Oxnard. At that level, man, you think he don't got say in that? Yeah. Oxnard. Anderson Pack. Yo, what you don't what like kind that of one? No, that's an honorable it? mention. Yeah. That's I don't know if that's in a hip hop album. I'm saying, though. I'm saying, no, definitely. It's like a whole different type of thing. Album. I kind of forgot that I'm album because I didn't like it as much as the other two he did. Well, but that's a great fucking days, album, man. You know, hip hop. I'll tell you exactly what hip hop is. What tense isn't a hip hop song? I don't think so. No, I would. I would also say all this other shit would. Then we can't talk about Travis Scott. We can't talk about Smino. You know what I'm saying? We can I, I barely also, talk about Tierra Whack. You know what you I know mean? You know what I'm saying? I'm just going to add like hip hop affiliates. Tierra well. Whack is rapping fucking lyrics. Not all of the songs. Most, all of them. It's kind of sing songy. 
sing songy is a hip hop style too, though. But but Anderson Pack is ma- making music with live instrumentation and singing over it. And bubbling is a elements. rap song. It's also live instrumentation and singing over it. Bubbling is so not on Oxnard though, right? No, you might nah. be right. So you might be right. I, I wouldn't say. I, I think Anderson Pack is kind of making something else. He's doing like this pop, pop R and B rap. Vibe aside, fuck that, Steve. Don't let them convince you that shit's hot as hell. But hell no, we're not dissing it. Not just a hip hop. I forgot Bruno Mars this year. But a dope culture podcast. I thought we were talking about hip hop. Shit's dope. I mean, yeah, I I got other albums that aren't hip hop that I could put on my top ten album list. Word, word, word. This is top twenty three, by the way. J Cole. Oh shit, keep it moving. J Cole, K O D. Good album. Shit was fire. I, I like this better than uh than his last yeah, yeah. endeavor. Um, for your eyes only. Yeah, that, one that was, was that was a bit as, too. That was boring as fuck. That for was me, a bit but. too for the better eyes only. I feel I feel bad that I don't listen to these albums. Like I haven't listened to the past two or three J Cole albums. Wow. And then I listen to his guest verse. And then I'm like, oh no, I'm he fine. He killed it with guest verses this year, though. He had so many guest verses that were just solid. Oh, no, he yeah. didn't. Yeah, well, I heard, last, I heard, I heard one, and I was like, first. "That's all right." The shit that he got with Royce is dope. B- a Bablo boat, twenty one no, savages. You just don't, you don't like him. I think J Cole is perfectly fine. You right? don't like him either. No, I think he's boring. He puts me asleep a lot. But KOD was a good album. In KOD my opinion. was great. That was a good album. It's didn't a make lot my, of people's didn't top make ten. My, a yeah, lot of people's it did. top ten. It didn't make my top twenty, but I think it's a good album. I mean, it's ATM is a good song. ATM is a good song. It's in my top twenty-three. I wish he would just get some other production. I'm tired of his own production. Like I like As him opposed on to his uh, cousin or whoever, ba- Bass, Bass, however you say that, who's Boz. fucking dope. Boz. 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 Even though I don't like his albums either, but his <clears throat> verses are dope. Boz. Freddie Gibbs. Freddie. Yay, Freddie. Pushing weight. Uh, that push might be album weight. cover yeah, of the year. Weight. Yo. Too legit. That shit is hard. Yeah. It, it should be album cover. It, it is up there. The oh, album cover? Well, he yeah. had like the the Freddie Pendergrass yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. fucking, you know. With the suit. Yeah, yeah the legs yeah. just fucking like on him and shit. Yeah. I was Dude. hoping it was going to be like an R&B album Yo, by Freddie Gibbs and shit. That I thought that's where he was going. He did sing uh, a little bit. I, I, I thought it was going to be like a It's such a change from You Only Live Twice. Yeah. And I like how he, he added, you know, his, his yeah. uncle's. Freddie um, is different than this too. When his uncle talks shit like, yo, yeah, I'm living in my fucking basement. Shit like that. You heard him from before and he, he added that in the beats here and there. I thought that was it's genius. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So this is also like fucking Denzel Curry. I didn't like him before, but I heard this album just, just recently. Kodak Black, Dying to Live. I thought that was a really good album. Hard pass. I mean, not a really good album, but wouldn't know. But enough, hard pass. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you know, preference, preference. Yeah, yeah. I'm not hating on your your taste. I'm just saying, like, just for me, because it's I good. didn't really like him at all. But then when I heard this, he, to be he, honest, he impressed me. I think I've maybe heard one Kodak Black verse in my whole life. He's got bars. He's good, man. He's, he's all right. I don't know if that's accurate. He does not have bars. <laughs> <laughs> he's got bars. He, though. he raps. He doesn't got. He's he, got bars. I, Check we got him we out. got a different we've got a different criteria for Did bars here. Did you listen to Kodak Black? No, not, at all. not at all. Not at all. <laughs> Yo, Kate does not <laughs> want. <laughs> Kate does not want any not like uh, fake news going out. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yo, put that in the show notes. <laughs> Check it out. Check it out. All right. I'm not gonna send you any links. You gotta check for yourself. <laughs> Okay, even though late pigeonholed me by saying this earlier about the whole... <laughs> Is it Young Thug Yo, or the other one? No, the, 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 the race remmer yeah. shit. Mm-hmm. I didn't like it at first, 
No, but I then mean, I start listening. I fuck and with it's Ray Shremer. I fuck with uh, so Ray Lee. That's Ray way Shremer, too much fucking music. Shrem. But one of most one of them of is a solo album though. Shrem like, three. I like most. Oh, Shrem three. Okay. No, uh, one of the three disc is Sway them Lee's together. solo album. Well, Shrem well, three. It, it's Sway, and then it's fucking Slim Jimmy, and then it's their collaborative. Slim. Each one is. No, like I think it's a two disc Ray Shremer, and then one disc is Sway Lee. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. I, I, I'm not going to debate you on this, but from hmm. my understanding was each of them had a single album and then a, a collaborative. But I, I listened to it once and I was like, I was just lost in it. Like, how many songs is this? I'm not I'm not fucking with it. Like, it's like none of the songs were like, this is bad, but nothing really stood out and popped for me. So I was just like, fucking, I'm going to have to not listen to this ever again. Okay, moving on. <laughs> do I, I feel like you should have the 404 so you can do the little drops because I'm not good at it. Uh, I'm doing way too much shit I'm already. sure y'all going to agree and with And I'm me. trying to eat and drink at the same time. Hey, man. Earl Sweatshirts, some rap songs. I like that. I thought that was good. I thought it was thought pretty was, good. That was really good. And He's definitely been cannibalizing Mike. I just want to mention my homie Ian Randolph. He's going to be in his upcoming music video. Is that right? Yeah. He, Ian, uh, who's in the movie that... Uh, that you just came out with yeah well there's a movie that we're gonna come out this year oh, okay. called give me beauty okay. and he's the main character for it it's I got an that. hour long joint yeah. hour long yeah. and he fucking kills it yo that's, the, that's the one that's the one my man ian he, my, he my man gets choked easy. out by the chick you remember that video he was showing us where she chokes him all up against the wall and shit oh okay. so you yeah, did see it no i seen part of it oh, okay no you okay. showed us part of it last year and then yeah. you just sent me the full movie the other day i just okay, haven't okay. watched it yet yeah it's called give but me yeah beauty. yo she chokes his ass out we've been Pay working on that film for a while so finally we're gonna we're gonna release it this year okay that's a good album did you guys listen to that what? Earl Sweatshirt? I did rap? listen to it, yeah. yeah. No, I didn't. He is definitely... I don't, I don't know if it's both of them doing it, but he definitely... That whole album, most of it, reminds me so much of Mike. Like, that's what Mike... That's all the music that Mike's been making over the last two years. I know that he's a fan of Mike, but... Who's Mike? A Bronx rapper from New York who makes music that sounds pretty much just like some okay. rap songs. Like the song, what is it? The Mint? sounds exactly like a Mike vibe and and i don't know if they're like influenced by each other but yo like the last earl album didn't sound anything like this mm -hmm. and this album sounds a lot like what mike makes mm -hmm. check and out my mike mike had albums this year he had black soap which was an ep in renaissance which are really good albums and last year he had uh uh god bless your hustle one of my favorite albums of last year mm -hmm. good shit and to top off the list, uh, it just came out maybe a couple weeks ago. 21 Savage, I am better than I was. I am. I thought it was I am greater than. I am greater, it's greater or than better symbol. It's the greater, greater than symbol, okay, right? Greater than. I am greater uh, than I was. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're, we're, they they trying to throw us off by adding all these non-alphanumeric like you know these. Yeah, Got to be able to Google, baby. You know what I mean? I Taboo. S E O C A thirteen zero zero. That shit was good. And J. Cole's verse was really good. The first track. Uh, I didn't listen to the 21 Savage yet. But you I listened, heard, you heard I listened the J. Cole to a couple, verse, right? I, I listened to a bunch of the video, uh, uh, a bunch of the songs on YouTube. I don't call that listening to an album. Mm. So I didn't put that on my list of songs. But yeah, there's some jams on there. I like 21 Savage a lot, actually. Um, you People might not think I would since I'm an uh, old Four Elements hip-hop guy, but a lot of what he does reminds me of so many... It reminds me of Scarface. It reminds me of Prodigy. It reminds me of these type of... These dudes. It's like a slow, kind of deliberate, kind of insightful, violent, grimy... 21 type Savage? Of bars. Yes. 
and I think he's grown a lot as an artist too. Yeah, he reminds me. He, he reminds me. Like, well, I haven't uh, heard him recently, but it sounds something like Atlanta well, shit to me. Well, uh, no, I don't mean that he sounds like Prodigy. I remind. I, I mean, he reminds me of that because of the content. If you listen to Prodigy, he's not like some crazy wordsmith, right? But he does have some sentences that really stick. A lot of times, Prodigy's not even rhyming on beat or even rhyming bar for bar. It's like a lot. It's like spoken deliberate rap lines that are centered around street violence uh a life of difficulty and also there's comedy sprinkled in there and that's a lot of the same type of elements that i get from 21 savage it's it's like i don't listen to him be like i identify with you 21 savage i listen to him be like yo this motherfucker is a little bit like a savage a little bit kind of a scumbag but i find his music to be just like prodigy and so many other older rappers that you could believe that were actually living those lives i believe what he says and i just like it i fucking and the new shit it's like it's less trappy like some of it was like using like some real hip-hop type beats and he gets it man i, I forget like the main single that i really liked off of but 21 savage and and this is not the first time i said this i think i said that he was i, I really liked him last year too yeah you've said that before. yeah i'm a fan i am a fan yo From, can sorry no, go ahead. i don't i don't want to get off topic uh, no, I was just saying, like, yeah, he from his last album Issa. That's when I first heard him, and it was it was good. I really liked it, but he is getting better with his his latest album. So looking forward yeah. to more from him. Like Y'all gonna make me listen to Twenty One Savage album, man. I mean, dog, you've you've become really underground these days, huh? No, I just I've I feel like that's I, a victory, I think that's a know? mega influence. You got some mega it influence. Is, it's big time. Like us doing the podcast has like really like mega listens to shit he wouldn't listen to now and now i'm kind of like nah i'm good on that kind of a little bit yeah it's or, been like kind or, of a that's mutual kind of thing I, i've had to come out from the underground and come off of my high horse like uh, like like a year ago like Pee-way, I would, Pee-wee Longway. Yeah. i'm super surprised yeah. mega listened to that that's I, some shit i, I, I would have listened to i, back I gave in the up day. on it but mm. yeah i had to kind of come off of a, a few of my positions because it's just like i don't really need to spend a lot of time trying to discredit certain artists like they already get enough they they already get enough of the cultural conversation everywhere else so True. i don't really need to try to explain why people shouldn't listen to this music because of some inherent quality of it okay and because of because we're dealing with a lot of people when we got a young person come on here and they're like yo i have no idea what the fuck you're talking about when it's this i I gotta gotta be like all right well let me see exactly what it is that i'm missing and i probably wouldn't check for artists like saba maybe maybe hearing about like the artistry i would check it out but there's a lot of artists that i just probably wouldn't check on if it wasn't for the podcast i just try to stay a little bit more in tune with uh, the cultural zeitgeist that I don't really give a fuck about a lot. I'm definitely gonna go back and listen to you guys' list. So yeah. thank you. But uh, before we uh, move on to Mega, I kind of want to say, and this isn't like you know, just because, even though it is a little bit, uh, XXX Tentacion. I can't say any of his albums were super <laughs> great to me. But he had some tracks that kind of made me go, oh, okay. There might be, I can kind of see why people are so into it. Sure. The Question Mark album. Ye- was that this year, yeah? It I was mean, this year. He, he has a track with Joey Badass that is fucking great. I just you know what? Yeah, he does. That you was know dope. what? I should add him to my list because that, that was a pretty, good, pretty yeah. good album. And I mean, he's definitely problematic or was problematic, had his baggage and, you know, not giving him a pass. Not just, just problematic. He he's like legit scumbag. Like the fucking the the 
the receipts are there. Well, there's yeah. fucking you're, footage. You're, there's footage right of him, like audio of him being talking about being a fucking absolute scumbag. I, that's why I had to was, have a hard pass on that. I he just was not a good person. Yeah. But uh, I think I don't want to like do this 2018 list and not say his name. Well, shout out to Mac Miller as well, who also passed away due to, you know, it what? seems like drug addiction. And his album was really good as well. Mm. Swimming was really good. I didn't so, listen to I listened to a couple. Because um, I didn't like uh, the Divine Feminine. Neither did I. So I kind of mm. passed on swim Swimming, but I've heard nothing album. but good things. And this is his breakup album. That makes sense. But I was listening to a song off of that album, like a lot, the week that he died, and it kind of hit me. And so mm. that's one of my favorite songs of the year uh, off of his album and shit. Which one? I think it's called I Don't Know, or I don't know. Maybe it's called I Don't Know. But speed I feel like Kate almost had a joke there. <laughs> <laughs> the mic went up and the mic went down. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's called Don't Know. Don't Know. Don't Know. D-U-N-O. It wasn't good enough to say. <laughs> <laughs> Is it my turn now? Yeah, run it. All right. So, well, first, I listened to, uh, according to my, my list tentatively as I had it, I've listened to 171 albums this year. Oh, of crazy. Of, uh, this is uh, 171 hip-hop albums. I've listened to more than that. And it sounds crazy, but, you know, I commute like an hour a day each day, so I can put on an album and, and listen to it for an hour. I didn't, all of these albums I didn't listen to and, like, inspect with a fine-tooth comb. Some of them were really surface-level listens, but I did play these albums all the way through, and um, the majority of them i thought were were pretty good and a couple of them were like pretty terrible mm. but uh, high quality year i did want to ask about a few albums to see if you guys listen to them the, these albums didn't make my list but i just want to see did you guys listen to uh, black milk's fever yeah no. i think i did i really enjoyed that one what the about, last two tracks are great um what about uh let's see ganging by sobrbe no is that the first one yeah ganging one yeah. You remember I had that joke about it that led to a really interesting moment where somebody dropped the N-bomb and they should not have dropped the N-bomb because of their race? <laughs> that was a good time. That Who was, was that time. somebody? I don't need to out anybody. I think it was completely innocent, but it was just kind of a little bit strange. And shout out to Keen for being like, you can't say that. <laughs> I mean, definitely don't drop an N-bomb. And Keen, Keen ain't black even a little bit. Like he, he definitely was riding for, for word, the brothers and shit. Word, word. What about um, Rock Marciano? Uh Rosebud's Revenge 2, Bitter Dose. Yes, very dope. Really, really Maybe. dope album. Wait, wait. Uh, I like I that always name. forget that came out this year because yeah. it came was out it? with a three dark projects. Uh, Behold the Dark Behold Horse. Behold the Dark Horse also came out. And he came out with Chaos with DJ Muggs as well. Yeah. Another album. I think. Did I listen to that? I'm not yeah. sure. I listened the to the other two, though. The DJ Muggs shit is really good as well. Um, did you guys listen Yo, shout to... Shout out to DJ Muggs. He also dropped an album with Doom and Westside, maybe? Yeah, killed it. Like yeah. his um, Soul Assassins 2 is really good album. Did you guys listen to um, Supreme Blind Tell by uh, Westside Gun? Goat, Everybody's Food. A lot of Griselda albums came out this year that were really dope. Yeah, I've got a backlog of Griselda listen to listen to because I want to listen to all the Hitler joints first. Word. What about, um, let's see, Nostrum Grocers? Any of the Milo albums that came out this year? Uh, I did listen to Milo, but maybe it was last year's Milo. Okay. I like that name. Yeah, my, oh, your son. Yeah, okay. <laughs> right, we, we mentioned Mac Miller. I thought that was a pretty good joint. Um, what about No Can Do's album, Coyote? No. Uh, mm -hmm. The Hermit and the Recluse. Yes. Fucking great. My top 20 for sure. It's Ka and who? I forget the other person's name. But it's Hermit and Recluse Orpheus. Euclid? Ye 
no no um i forget the name but it's it's ka and a producer and it's just dense it's really dope has a lot of analogies to greek mythology in a non-pretentious way and ka is always really dope very non-pretentious yeah. surprisingly it, it's you would you hearing the description you're like this is going to be like some really it sounds like I some pitchfork shit it? yeah and it is like a critic's but, album yeah right? but, but but no that one is really yeah really solid ka is surprisingly um, see that's one of those like when i i remember before I left America, hearing about Ka and maybe watching a video or two of being like, nah, yeah. it's not for me. Yeah, it was rough. Grief, grief pedigree. Yeah. Um, samurai, something killed the samurai or something. Yeah. But he, he's on that He's on that kind of like East Coast minimal that rock tip, Marciano, yeah. yeah. But yeah. I don't know, man. Like when I went back on it, I was like, yo, this shit is pretty dope. Pretty and hard. This is like one of his better albums. I would say... He has one with another producer, and it's called like uh, "Days with Yenlo," and yeah, that Doctor Yenlo. I think, yeah, yeah, that shit is dope. His best project, I yeah. think. Super dope. Um, what about? Uh, I think he guys... produces his own stuff too. Yeah, yeah. He he's just a, a really dope artist, and and I, I rock with it hundred um, percent. You mentioned Nicholas F on yours. Did we listen to the? Did anybody listen to the J Rock shit? Did you guys like that? Redemption. Yeah. I didn't like it. Oh, the rapper. You didn't like it? J-Rock, yes. the rapper. Not not the world-famous beat junkie. Word. No, it's great. Okay. It's a good album. Anybody? Well, not great. It's a good album. I thought it was I thought it was really good, too. How about Jamla 2, uh, Ninth Wonder shit? No. Some good rap tracks on there. Um, some good rap tracks on the Swiss Beats. Fetty was dope. Did anybody listen to Mike? Am I the only guy on Mike? I, not this year. How no. about Sheck West, Mud Boy? No. no. Oh, I, just the fucking... Super huge song. Mo Bamba. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, Apollo. And How's Locksmith. the album? Eh, it's kind of like, it's okay. I mean, yeah. How long is it? Eh, too too long. long. Yeah, too long. Too long. <laughs> we, all right. Yeah. We, uh, what about Droga's Wave? Lupe Fiasco oh, shit. Yeah. I did listen to it. What do you guys think about that? I kind of forgot about it. How it I kind of, like. I think it's a really dope like concept it. album, but I've never really rocked with Lupe to any significant you know degree. I feel like Lupe is like the opposite of ASAP Rocky. Like we were talking during the break. Like when a Lupe album's coming out, everybody's like, oh, not everybody, but almost everybody's like, oh, Lupe. All people are like, oh, remember Lupe? And current Lupe are like, oh, fucking Lupe. And then like Cake says, it comes out and then you forget about it because it's not as good as you think it is. I think that Tetsu and Youth was a really good album, but there's great. something about Lupe that I just, just never really stuck with me. Even when he came out and people were like, oh, you could be a weird black skater kid. Like, that's cool. This music is good. Like, even I was already like, yo, I've been a weird black skater kid and been around that for such a long time that this is not really novel to me in the way it is for a lot of people. But I thought that was really... This album is dense as fuck. It's smart. It's cohesive. It's well put together. It has all the markings of a classic album. Uh, now I remember. <laughs> now yeah. it's coming back. Droga's uh, Wave. It's like, it's like uh, about... Okay. It's like 20 it's like, tracks. And, and uh, then the, the people escape the slave ship and they go right, right, right. water. And then they, yeah, it's like a whole okay, narrative. Okay, now and I remember. It's really, That's right. it's really good, but it just wouldn't make a top 20 for me. But I got people that say that that shit is like one of their favorites of the year. Um, also, uh, the Mass Ace Marco Polo album is really good. E-Dan and Homeboy Sandman. Did anybody listen to that? Oh, I didn't listen to the whole thing, but the two singles are dope. I really like that Humble Pie shit. Um, lots of lots of shit. All right, let me... DiCaprio 2 by J.I.D. We mentioned that. Word, word. Um, yeah, Rob Sonic came out with an album that I really like. J-Live. Wait, these uh, are the albums that didn't make your list. Oh, yeah, absolutely. 
Yeah. I'm sorry. I had 171 albums. <laughs> did anybody listen to Vince Staples FM? I oh, did listen to A lot of good. people saying that's really good. It was good. Yeah. I like Vince Staples, but what's the one before Big Fish? Big Fish Theory? Oh, Summer that was a good one. Six. That was a good. Yeah. Is yeah. It? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Okay. That was, I don't know. That was good. Like, I uh, couldn't really get into it. Okay. I also had some, like, beat tapes and shit that kind of made my list, like, favorite albums of the year. But here goes my, like, if I had to condense this down to a top 10 albums that I probably listen to most without using my weird criteria for things. No subcategories, then here we, no cheating. Uh, but, but I do have I do have an article coming out off of the Micro Giant that has kind of a detailed top 10 plus also, like, subcategories, uh, favorite beat album. Top 10 albums, but also criteria like duo, beat maker, single producer, uh, you know, cohesive album. Like, yeah, I broke it down like that because I did listen to a lot of music and I appreciate a lot of it. But as for top 10 albums, it probably got a lot of play for me and that I appreciated. It goes like this in no said order. Um, Fonte, no news is good news. Really strong, cohesive album. I think he hit a very good sweet spot with the album run length. Uh, it's just kind of a meticulous master craftsman putting together some good hip-hop songs it's adult contemporary hip-hop shit it's no lyrical miracles it's smart it's witty but it's very straightforward i would it say deals with a lot of adult themes not as good as his first album but better than a lot of shit that came out this year yeah i, I just really i just really liked it um sky zoo uh, in celebration of us, I thought that that was crazy. He does some really amazing things with raps and just. Like I'm still really incredible. I'm unpackaging a lot of things from that album. Uh, just fucking masterclass. Almost too much sometimes. And he's like the fucking king of hominins. Like his ability to use like one word to represent like three different ideas, super dope. Um, I also liked uh, Saba, Saba's album. I like. No uh, you think Sky Zoo is better than Homeboy with homonyms? Well, Homeboy, Homeboy uses a lot of refrains. Like this word sounds just like this word, and let me rhyme all these words together. I think Sky Zoo is more eloquent. Mm -hmm. I think Sky Zoo is one of the most eloquent MCs. I think him and Jay Z are can be really eloquent at times, and uh, I appreciate it. And I can see why Sky Zoo is probably writing for Jay Z. I can see why Sky Zoo is probably writing for a lot of rappers. Jay-Z doesn't write his rhymes, though. Yeah. He just says them. Say. That's what they say. He doesn't, doesn't write anything down. Yeah. He just he just goes in the booth and lets it all out. <laughs> that, was, that was the myth. That was the myth. That's what they it. say. No, he does People it. People have seen it. People Biggie does it. it. Wayne does it. Yeah, that's what I hear, man. Yeah. I mean, that's like a master. I think Kendrick does it too. Yeah, to some extent. Kendrick some doesn't point. do that shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's on the record doing I mean, that. I'm sure it's. I'm sure it's sometimes. Kendrick. You know? Kendrick is on the record saying, yeah, man, it's, sometimes it's, I just got to go in the booth. It's, and it's it not out. a magic trick. You know what, what I mean? It's like, Whatever, they, nigga. It's like if, you write, if you write your lyrics and then you're remembering to read them, all you have to do is go in the booth and fucking remember your lyrics. So True. the illusion can be there, but there's definitely got to be some people Lil that Wayne, do it. Lil Wayne, sure. Jay-Z, yeah. Kendrick, I'd be very surprised. I'd be very I, surprised. I, I didn't hear it about Kendrick, to be honest with you. Um, here goes some, like, one of my favorite albums of the year is uh, fucking Paraffin. By Arm and Hammer, uh, Elucid and Billy them. Woods. Fuck that! I'm. It might be my favorite album of the year. It is so dense and abstract and straightforward, and it kind of ticks all the boxes that I feel like a lot of my peers would appreciate politically, abstract, sonically. 
both. Like the the, the rhymes are it's it's there's like a poetry approach more so than like here's a rap bar approach. A lot of it is like you have to unpackage it and understand kind of the motif that's going on. But there's political commentary, there's social commentary. It's about being black. It's about it's just so dense and it's so sonically strange. It's a critics album. It's an album that critics can unpack and sit and be like, wow, this is what's going on here. You know, it's deep. It's dark. It's grimy. It's kind of like in the vein of that grimy Camutel fucking Cannibal Ox East Coast rap shit, slow, deliberate, kind of like the like an artsy version of the West Side Gun type of sound and Rock Marciano with topics that are dark. Um, so Paraffin by Arm and Hammer is definitely top tier for me. Um, the Tierra Whack album is very good. Uh, I really like Benny's album that came out last month, Tana Talk 3 was super fucking great and of all the Griselda joints that's probably my favorite Tana one. Tana Talk? Yeah, like Tony Montana. Uh, Montana, Tony Montana. Word. Yeah, I think that's how it's pronounced. Tana Talk. Um No Name, Room 23, 25. Room 25. That was great. Really good album. Had one of my favorite verses of the year by Saba on that. Yo, um, I think we need to pause or did you already say Saba? Yeah. Because that album is fucking incredible. Like, it's so good. It I really wanted to put it on my favorite. list, but I, I listened to the other albums more. Yeah. But only because it was the tail end of the year and I kind of dropped off. If it had dropped earlier, I probably would have listened to that all year. Because it's a great he album. That was, on my, that was on my list. Those last two tracks are... It was like, on my list, but I forgot Brom to mention King. it for some reason. I think you no did name. mention it. Oh, Room 25. Yeah. I think you did. Okay. Or not no, not No Name. Saba. Saba. Yeah. Oh, no, Care but for me. also yeah. No Name's joint. Yeah, No Name, I don't... Like, I, her style, I give her all the credit in the world. Like, she's one of the best out here doing it right now, especially um, being fresh and creative. But her albums are just kind of like, I don't know. Like, there are always a couple tracks where I'm like, I love this song, but... As the project as a whole don't doesn't really do it, it for me. Is it because of some of the content? Like the first album was like you're a virgin, and now she's like had sex, and it's like, no, not no? at all. It's uh, really. Yeah. I guess it's her style, even though that's weird. Like I like it that it's innovative and fresh, but it's bright. I guess since I'm a more of a bars guy, the spoken wordiness of it oh, okay. doesn't really. I can't sit through a whole project like that and be like, yeah, I really liked all of this. What's that? Saba has a verse on one of her songs, Ace, I think, where it's like one of my favorite verses of the year. Saba on on No Name's album. It's just fucking... His verse on her... Her last album, she had Saba, Smino, and somebody else on the same track. Just crazy. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's really good. Um, for me, it was kind of just like a bright album that I kept coming back to. There was a few weeks where our guests kept on talking about it, and I was yeah. like, "Yeah, that's fucking right." Like guests Mark like and Mega Ali Shahid Muhammad, Ali Shahid Muhammad. Yeah. And so, like, I was I was rocking with it a lot because I was listening to like some really dark shit at the time, and her album was kind of like a breath of fresh air. It got a lot of play for me. I appreciate the artistry, and if I had to whittle down a list, I'd put it on there for the sake of it just being like really good artwork by her. And I think that she deserves the recognition and her name should be out there a little more. So I threw it on my shit. And then um, I also like, I don't even know like what number I'm at right now, but uh, JPEG Mafia, Veteran. This is an album that I wouldn't recommend to most hip hop heads. It's an album. Did that he drop you, another project? No, it was that one with the old Dirty Bastard sample that goes into the surf rock shit. Like 
it's a very strange album and no two songs sound alike and it's very weird is and he good on not, social media because i've heard him know. mentioned a lot he just did some video um but no I don't. I don't even know. I don't follow him like that. He's kind of. He's a weird, dark dude, and he made an album that I think is very avant-garde and progressive, and just. I think that people will take from that. And I do want to give props. Music. Like he has a tag or a drop that he uses a lot throughout the album, which is from like Attitude Area, Attitude Era WWE WWF. It's like one wrestler's like the first beginning of his intro music and when i heard that i was like oh shit word yeah yeah and it, he drops it a lot to do the album i find myself reciting a lot of lines that he says like his raps are not like it's not something you listen and be like wow that's really good for poetry or wow that's really good as rap bars but sometimes like a lot of shit just sticks in my head like there's a there's a guest feature on there and the guest is just going like word on the street you're a libtard Word on the street, you're a Bill Maher. And like, I just find myself like, word on the street, you're a libtard. And it's like, they're obviously not right-wingers, right? But it's like, you know, they're also not libtards. And so it's kind of funny to me. And just like, the album has these uh, more or less moments that I think that are really brilliant. But I wouldn't drop this. Most of, most of the songs I would never drop in a DJ set. I probably wouldn't put this on in the car when other people were chilling unless they seem like the type that would want to hear something strange. It, like this album along with Bus Driver, who I really like, I just don't recommend this music to the average hip-hop fan. Because a lot of times I think that they'll put this type of shit on and be like, is, is this even hip-hop? And it's not going to be in the sense like, oh, this is like hip-hop r&b type of shit that's more like you know uh, accepted culturally or in the public sphere this is just like yo this is weird as fuck and i probably wouldn't do that with the arm and hammer shit either i've told maybe only late that i really like their music and it's not just because late and i you know do the podcast all the time but also i think late can appreciate some of the dark elements of it and the weirdness and like it's very fucking black it's black mute. Like, I don't think that, yeah, I don't think that other people really rock with it like that. Black They're, as in dark or black, black as, as in, in black, black American. Like Africa, it's, it's or, like, it, it's, it's progressive as shit to me. Both of those two albums, Arm and Hammer and JPEG Mafia. And yeah, I listened to the JPEG uh, Mafia album. It's a and difficult I'll, listen. I guess you're right. Cause like, I don't know. It kind of sounds like sounds a little pretentious saying it but like it wasn't challenging for me like and i enjoyed it like it, it didn't make my list obviously but i was like oh yeah i can i, I get this you know what i mean right yeah. i think it's a critic's album in a sense too that even like as a music critic you can listen to it and be like okay what he's trying to do here is interesting and strange and, and it, I can appreciate the direction. I don't know exactly where this is going to sit somewhere. It's different it's from, like like a, from like a Nicholas F where like I heard it and even though I'm a huge fan, I had to like wait and listen to it again and it really cut on to me. Kind of reminds me of like when I first listened to Mad Villain and I was just like, oh, I just, I don't like the, the beats are weird. His voice is too deep. Like, I'm not really sure. And that's like early, like I was still listen to mostly mainstream rap back then and then like a year or so later i listened to king Ghidorah and i was like oh this shit is dope listen to mad villain i was like oh i get it now mm. and like jpeg mafia isn't like that but um i guess maybe 
kind of more like the the depth grips or clipping. Like yeah. I listen to them and I'm kind of like, I can see I why really people think this it. is good. Yeah, I can see why people think it's good, but it's not for me, and yeah. I kind of don't get it. And JPEG Mafia's music's like that for me too. His Black Ben Carson album, Black Ben Carson. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what, what a dope name! Right, right. His Black Ben Carson album, it, like it didn't stick for me, but this one, I was like, oh, he, I see what he's doing. Uh, I can see where the qualities, you know, uh, become greater, and like this deserves like somebody needs to talk about this shit because what he's doing i feel is innovative and it's it's albums like this and like death grips where it's like somebody's going to hear this be influenced and make something that is more pop accessible using these type of inherent qualities and then that's when people are going to be like oh okay this is dope now but what he's doing is really interesting to me shout out to that and i think that's 10 i don't even know i just kind of rifled shit off um again i'm gonna have like uh I'll, I'll publish the list of my songs and i'll probably try to find some way to rank them in what not order but like what what i feel is quality maybe like a five star rating system i'll put that on my blog and uh share that through the mega late show shit and also an article coming out through uh the homie tracy jones the microscopic giant website where i kind of whittle some shit down so if you're interested in that fucking i don't Check know it out. google it god damn bitch ass <laughs> Yo, we've been talking about hip hop a lot, and I kind of fucking love it. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, a lot of times, like we have we have guest centric episodes, so we don't really get into it. You know, a lot of times, me and Late will be chilling, and we'll have a forty five minute conversation about uh, what is body body. You know, like a rap, yeah. uh, like a, a movie or something. Or we'll we'll get into some. And this is how the podcast started. Can we, we do that like, a little bit also? What's that? Well, how how long we've we been recording? Three hours. Oh yeah, let's do this very quick. Uh, because also part of 2018, um, like I said, hip-hop's becoming even more mainstream. Fucking Bodied came out, which, you know, whatever. Uh, What's movie that? movie about battle rapping. It's a battle rap film. Executive uh, produced by Eminem, okay, okay. written by uh, Kid Twist, who was a pretty prominent battle rapper. Grind Time Days. Also, The After Party, which was a Netflix movie um, starring Kyle. I don't know if he was involved in the creation of it, but uh, Kyle from um, I Spy fame with Lil Yachty, which was a big song two years ago, last year? Two years? About two years, yeah. Yeah. Um, There was another movie too, right? Uh, There's all those hip-hop documentaries that come out on Facebook, Hip Hop Evolution, and shout out to, uh, what's that guy's name? Is Is he Shad also? I'm not sure who you're talking Canadian about. Canadian rapper? The guy who does Hip Hop Evolution. Oh, I forget. I forget yeah. his name. Mm. Yo, but you know what's dope? Uh, this is, he's no, Canadian. He's Canadian, oh, I think. But yeah. yo, um, I was watching the uh, the joint about the Bronx, I think. And like Marley Mall was on there as and well as Ali Shahid Muhammad. Oh, really? And I was like, those guys you know, have been in the podcast. And one of them has been in my house. You know, Marley Marl told that story that Which he one? told about... Um, he said it on the podcast. Well... He said, like, the story about, um, he didn't talk about uh, BDP taking his drums, but he talked about, like, having the machine or uh, the, the synth, not the synthesizer. Sampler? Yeah, the sampler and all this and that. And he said it on that Netflix documentary, which he probably recorded before he did our podcast, but he said it on the podcast and our podcast came out before the Netflix documentary. That is you a heard flex. it here first, baby. <laughs> Sometimes we get it done, man. Mark DeClavelo's opinion about Lauren Hill is very pertinent, and people should pay attention to that. 
What is his opinion on Lauren Hill? Trash. No, uh, she yeah, go back him. and listen to she the should, episode. Uh, write that check. <laughs> yeah, write that check. <laughs> Fill that bag up, bitch. <laughs> Fill that bag up, boy. You know, but but straight up and down, like yeah, it's been a and I'll a childish Gambino or Donald Glover steadily building. Atlanta came out this year or last year? Season, season two? two came out this year. This year. But it, season one came out last year. Is season year. two good? Yeah. Season, I, only, I like season one a little season better, one. but there was that one episode. Uh, With the Migos? N- no. I mean, the episode that I'm talking about that I like season two was probably the one where uh, he's got the white face on. Oh, the, the Teddy Perkins? Yeah, that one. Yeah, I think that, I mean, you could say any name and I'd say that one. And I'm just trusting that you know what the fuck you're talking about. But yeah, yeah, yeah that one. Michael Donald Jackson Glover, he, he kills it as Lando in Star Wars. Um, Not Solo bad. Story. Oh, okay. Not bad. I didn't really like did you, that Did you watch it? Too much. I didn't, you didn't like it. that film? I just didn't. I, no, it's no. not a great movie, but Lando's cool. I Actually, I like the Han in that too. I seen Darth Maul, spoiler film. alert. Darth Maul was weird. I was like, what are you doing here? Yo, um, Rapture season one came out this year as well. Oh, that was great. Yeah. For the Rapture. most part. It's like uh, like little f- documentaries about certain artists, like Rhapsody, Logic had an episode. It's on, on Netflix. Two Chains. Yeah. It's on Netflix. Yeah. That came out this year? I think Nas had an episode. Yeah. Nas had um, an episode. Nas and Dave East. Logic. Jeezy. I think that's Nas's thing. Um, Just Blaze. Maybe, Boogie, maybe. Boogie with the hoodie. Yeah. He was in it too. Yeah. I don't like artists as much as I like music, so. Yeah. <laughs> Check hey it man. out though. Again, good shit. Facts. I don't know. Do we want to do a musical share? Or are we already fucking. Nah, I think we're. I think we've killed it. All right. Maybe uh, we can throw it at the end. Okay. Yeah, make my job hella difficult. <laughs> <laughs> shit. No, I mean I'm I'm cool. Actually, fucking fucking music share, man. Listen to all the albums that we fucking. Do you guys have favorite tracks of the year? I've got a few. I've got I mean, mine. Like, yeah, actually. Really. actually, I do want to talk about that because I was a little. Well, that's my verse. I'll just say my verse in a couple of the tracks. My verse of the year is Lil Wayne on Family Feud. Run that shit. You got it. Was wasn't that th- like last year or like like 2017? That was 18. You're talking about the one with Drake, right? Yeah. I'm was... pretty sure that. Wait, really? Was it this year? Uh, I'm pretty sure. Didn't that come on? Sorry for the sorry for the wait or something like that. Or let me check. I swear that was 2017. Maybe I'm Yo, wrong. If, if cake blows up my spot, I'll be really salty. Pretty sure that came out this year. I don't know. No, that came out December of last year. I think December. Yeah, but oh. the album came out. Oh, this that year. album came out December 2017. It came out right at the end of the year. Though. Dedication six. That's yeah, what it is, I dedication. talked about that. Yeah. December 29, 2017. <laughs> <laughs> ah, just missed the mark, baby. Uh, Yo, that was a good album. Uh, Boo. <laughs> hey, I got a drop. Hey, <laughs> shout out to me. Oh, okay. Turn that shit off. I feel like I mentioned Dedication 6 on the last... Um, you did. You did mention it. Wait, 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 wait. No, you loved it. Weren't there two dedications? Yeah. There was one called And they Reloaded, both came out right? last year? No, or but did the one, one come out the, this year? The one that you're talking about came out last year. Are you sure? I just Googled it. Boom. Okay. Just making sure. You got well, then I don't got shit. Uh, <laughs> what about track? 
like one track that I really, really liked this year that I didn't play at all was off of Royce of Five Nines album, uh, Cocaine. I just think it's a fucking fire track, really well put together. Personal, he does some vocal runs on it. And also, um, I think the style that he used, uh, kind of with these little bit truncated uh, bars, it was kind of trying to capture him as a child instead of his regular bar style. And I just thought it was a really fucking good track, Cocaine by Royce of Five Nine. Have you guys heard that? No. Late? Yeah. Steez? I might have, but I just... I didn't like Book of Ryan so much. I thought Me it was too. a really good album. It was a really good album. Thanks for... Uh... Well, this is actually my second favorite verse, but uh, my favorite song, so I can still run this. But, I mean, everybody's heard this shit. Okay. Yo, did you truncate this for the episode, for the podcast? No, I just eyeballed it. Panning is weird. Sounds like it's fine in my ears and the waveform is good. Maybe it's over here. Two chains have my second favorite verse of the year. I was saying that this was super dope when it came out. You were. Yeah. A lot of the shit is. Like, I came over and Mega was playing it, and I'm like, oh, what's that? That made the list. Here goes my part. Two Chains is an underrated lyricist, man. For a Southern guy, he raps. He fucking raps his ass off. And it's like his thing, you know? He's not doing like a conventional East Coast bar style, any lyrical miracles. He's just got a swag. It's good. Did, uh... What was this? What did, what album of his came out? Uh, the game doesn't care who. Uh, the play doesn't care who makes it. Is an EP that came out from him. That's the good? one album I listened to. You like ah. it? No, I really liked his album last year, but I didn't like this Pretty one. Pretty girls like trap music. Yeah, that was last year. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, he came, like two, he came out with two year. albums this year, like two EPs, I think. But yeah, I only listened to one. Here, let me play cocaine. Anybody else's track? Yeah, I'll play cocaine. Yo, play Fourth Dimension off of Kissy Ghost. This beat, too, man. This is probably one of my favorite songs of the year. Oh, this is dope. Trust is Yo, I ain't editing this podcast for shit. I'm going to cut out the dead time <laughs> and then that's it. This is one of my favorite tracks off this album. It's like, um, you know, he's talking about his childhood, and so his bar approach to it is like really short sentences. And I don't know, but it seems like. It's almost like he's rapping as a little kid. 
never tell him lie. I went in to tell him about it. He said, oh, that must be God. He worked with me at the job. I said, oh, and walked away. He said, oh, before you go, make sure you don't tell your mom about the cocaine. That beat is crazy. He was wrapped up in the bracket. He was looking really cool. Then he asked us for some change. Then he asked us if we know who had the cocaine. Cocaine. I'm losing my mind trying to figure out how did I inherit so much pain. I drink a lot of alcohol. I will say, even though I've said I don't like a lot of albums this episode, a lot of the albums that we've talked about are way better than so much of the other shit that came out Word. this year. Like this album, I, I really think it could be in conversation for one of the albums of the year. Like it has everything. Royce the Five Nine is doing fucking vocal runs. Like in a, in a in a in an age where people value sing song styles but they also use autotune to run their shit who fucking knew Royce the 59 could do vocal runs and also like a problem with Royce's music in the past is it like it's not very personal it's just like here goes a guy rapping this album is like a whole concept album about his life and in like there's a part it's where for his the, son right yeah and it's like it changes like he talks about like he, there's like a skit where he's like my dad said you can ask me anything you want as long as you don't blink and on one part of the album he blinks and the, the fucking like the, the mood of the album changes also this album had one of my favorite verses of the year by Eminem on Caterpillar where he has that fucking Anderson Silva bar oh my god that that is that, of the lyrical miracle verses of the year that like Eminem blew my fucking mind with that like the rhyme scheme oh shit Caterpillar yeah, I, I when I heard that shit and everybody knows I'm a huge MMA fan, I was just like, yo, how you gonna like? I was really excited for you know Eminem to drop some other shit. You know, that's what I want. Like the chorus wasn't corny; it was just dope rap over a dope beat, and that's what I wanted from from him. So, yo, this album is this great. Uh, reminds me of Sky Zoo's album a lot. That's why, uh, despite Cake not liking the way that I've structured my shit, like it's it is it is there. It is there. Shit, I don't have Caterpillar on here. Oh, I must have accidentally deleted that shit. You got... Oh, okay, never mind. We don't need to play that shit. But, yeah, let me turn this down. Hold on. I got Steez's shit. What is this? It's like some 1920s <laughs> <laughs> minstrel. Oh. Okay. Yeah, this is counter bass. This is dope. Feels so good it should cost. Brought an alligator, I ain't talking the cost. Make him say, uh, huh. like a mix of Master P and Rick Ross. Uh -uh. She seen to make me always feel like a boss. This has such that old Kanye yes. cutty feel. Yeah. That's, that's why I like it. I forgot about this track. I like Kanye over this BPM, like. A little bit higher BPM. For this new dimension, that's too new to mention. Won't fit in a sentence. If I get locked up, I won't finish the sentence. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Great choice, man. That's that, dope. Yeah. Big time. No, because Cuddy, he fucking kills it. Hold up. We have this. You have to say, I haven't liked Cuddy lyrically in a long time, but. 
this is definitely their best showing his best showing watch you surf with the coast and the spinning i got plenty of adventures for the evening we go journey we all find the light that guide us home we in the moment uh-uh such a lost boy caught up in the darkest i had what's the cause boy losing everything that i had she been on me boy unless she got something to tell sitting waiting for me slipping yeah i see you in hell tell the crew to get up i'll be not my soul ain't for sale all the evils in the world they're keeping on me for real i really hope the lord hurt me we all live in sin can see ghosts off the ropes rick flare on your beers now this the theme song this the theme song now put the beams on get your get your dream on but you don't hear me though drama we let it go watch the guitars roll now let your friends know sound like a freestyle almost i mean if they scrapped the other album and wrote this shit in a week it basically is like yo i'm gonna write some shit to this right now mm. but i think that's one of the appeals of the album it feels immediate it feels kind of like it just I came. I think that may be the problem with the Kanye projects, even though y'all like pushers a lot. Like, it's so immediate, it doesn't have, like, that timeless feel to it to me. It kind of came and went. With the Pusher album, I even though I know that Kanye restructured the beats, I felt like, um, unlike the Nasir project, like, Pusher really had his hands on that and really had an opinion and also really worked on that album for a while. Um, before it came out, whereas Nasir feels like, let's do it. Let's it, put this. It together. took the place of King Push, basically, right? Yeah. So, you have a track, Cake? I don't know. I don't. I don't really think so, guys. Okay. I mean, no. Well, well, let's go out on that then, man. You want to get Cake's track? Some? Me too. Let's just play them over each other and see what happens. There we go. I'm glad you you threw this down. Yo, shout out to her actually though. Doja the cat. Did she come out with any albums this year? I don't think so this year. I or I didn't hear anything. Oh. Hey, hey. Fill that back up. The police coming, G. I'm a cow. Ooh. Remix. This is what's in store for you at the breakdown. <laughs> Fill that bag up, cow. It's giving you a taste. That's just funny. Uh, uh, do you want to give them a weather uh, forecast late? Uh, not really. Right. Um, uh, what's today? Today is the fourth. Second. The fourth. Today is the fourth. <laughs> Your boy might fourth. go to Wrestle Kingdom if you're going there. Holler at me. How much are the on tickets? Twitter. Uh, four thousand advance. Yeah, that's it. Where's it at? Yeah. Tokyo Dome, my nigga. Oh, that's close. Yeah. What time? Uh, I might go with you. Uh, I have to go with you. Bell is at seven. I think. Wait, who's jamming? Five. No, it's a wrestle WrestleMania ah, with Kenny right. Omega. Bell is at five. And Tanahashi, not to sell short. Tanahashi, Tanahashi coats. <laughs> Fam, I didn't know he did that shit. Shout out to Tanahashi, man. That's a brother that's doing his thing. Yo, shout out to uh, New Japan. Uh, second Saturday, the 12th, I'll be doing Hot with, uh, Akira, a Smooth as Eggs joint at, um, Blue Gem Cafe and Azaba Juban. Also, that same day, the breakdown is going down, so go to one of those two events, and then... Or both. If you can make both, that would be amazing. Uh, but if you really, really want to go to the break 
breakdown and see some mega late at the same time you need to come on the 26th at yeah. coins bar that's where they do the breakdown every second and fourth saturday and uh me you, and you're gonna mega do any type of special doing set? a set i thought we needed to practice some oh shit. we can we can put some shit together but oh like, yeah for, uh, for my regular shit no, I'm, just I'm just gonna, gonna do gonna, 2018 i'll probably freestyle it and okay. i'll probably do that fucking jay-z uh, Nipsey Hustle mix that you guys just. If I go me on of. before you, I'm gonna drop that so you have a little problem. <laughs> no, no, I'm just kidding. No, but that shit is dope. Sabotage. Yeah. Uh, actually, I haven't done the calendar in a long time, so I don't know what's going on. But actually, a lot of people are coming. So hold on, let me. Uh, Ray Shrimmer's gonna be at. Um. Oh shit. <laughs> oh, oh, uh, Shin, Shinkiba Studio Co. <laughs> Might have to check that out, bro. <laughs> Hold on, wait. Oh, That's Tokyo, next week. All this shit oh, is shit all this shit is after yeah. next week. So okay, February. Ray Shrimmer. It's all, it's all, it's gonna be on the calendar. Yeah, this shit is after when this episode. I ain't gonna drop the next episode 5, 000, comes out. So. Yeah, that shit is seven thousand. Oh, okay. Actually, Kyle. Kyle's gonna be at Shibuya Stream, the new building, for on, eight thousand uh, Thursday. Oh, next real? Thursday. I mean, uh, I don't fuck with Kyle. Like how, that. Much, how much is that going to be, though? 55. I'm good. Damn, Mr. Mark. I kind of feel like if the <laughs> tickets are over 50, then we ain't going to get them on a the podcast and shit. I bet I could get in there. I know some people Where? at Shibuya Street. I'm trying to talk like I'm somebody. I'm not nobody. Hey, yo, I had somebody come up to me and be like, yo, are you mega? And I was like, yes. Yo, I had somebody come up to me and be like, oh, are you mega? And I said, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out. I, uh, I am anti-social. Uh, yeah. <laughs> He put my name all bad on the streets. Like, yo, man, it was so fucking rude. Like, yo. He was pouring some fucking liquor from a flask inside of the club and shit. No, but sh- yeah, hey. shout out to MC Buddha, the more handsome mega, apparently. <laughs> yo, um, Is that it? Speakeasy will be back in February. Mm-hmm. Cake, you got anything going on? Let me see. Yes. Uh, January 20th, uh, Layback CX will be refor- uh, will be performing at Shibuya Lush, which is a small little live house in Shibuya. So if you want more information about that, look us up on uh, Twitter, Laidback CX. What part of Shibuya? I don't know. It's um, if, if, if you exit out the Hachiko, the JR Hachiko, and you're facing uh, Tower Records... Is that what it is? The, yeah. Not Tower Records, but uh, Starbucks, Starbucks and Staya. Uh, you make a right, and you, you okay. go, you go, you go. Towards Tower Records. Not top. No, no under, down, under the bridge. Yeah. Under the bridge. Under towards the bridge. Aoyama. Oh, towards yes. Okay. yes, 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 yes. Down that way. It's maybe about maybe five, seven minutes On that walking. Street? Somewhere near that street. So like you're going to family or something. I'll take your word for that. Yeah, like you're going to family or oath. Word. Yo, uh, Steez. Um. Gaikokujin will be released on my YouTube soon this year. YouTube.com slash Steve Lefebvre. Uh So maybe subscribe so you can check it out. I just released um, the Mayweather, the Ryzen 14, and that got about 30,000 views. Right on. Word up. So I'm kind of filling myself on that Yeah, we did go check that, that shit, shit out. She was Went to the Ryzen 14. Shout um, out to uh, two-hour intermissions and shit. Yo, bitch ass. Yeah. Wow. Fuck all those intermissions, but... Yeah. Just uh, maybe subscribe mm-hmm. and y- you'll see my my movie. Guy I saw Kukujin. you put the little effects on it and shit. Which one? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You put the little effects on it. <laughs> it was shit. offered. It was offered. So I was okay. like, all right, you know, I think yeah, this look looks good. cool. Yeah, look good. All three of these cats are on that movie, so definitely, definitely check it out. Word up. Yo, Mega Lake Show 2019. We still doing this shit. Whoop. I got a lot of. That's the sound. 
Oh, I got a lot of emails to go. send. That's like the Baba Duke or some shit, right? No, that's what y'all know uh, about this real nigga shit. <laughs> no, it's called real nigga. Cake just did the most young looking dance space. <laughs> Damn, this shit goes hard. Is that JPEG? Yeah. Okay. I think I've heard this before. Alright, one war well as fine and bitch niggas in the way world as common. White boys getting mad because of my content. Flipping an old dirty bastard sample like this is the only way that you should ever flip dirty bastards. Like it's nasty. It's crazy to flip this sample. Yeah. I feel like this is I don't know, I feel like I gotta play like Call of Duty with this shit, like shoot people, or like I don't know mosh pit type of fucking shit and then it comes with the surf the surf rock guitar with the mad reverb on it it's an interesting album guys mega late show something something city nine mls the five nine i think we're going out on that i don't fucking know man this is a good time thanks fellas Word. Another one. Another one. Another one. Somebody pop a day. Hold up. Somebody on their way. Hold up. I would have grown a day. Hold up. Somebody can't relate. Black Panther. Stay down with no bacon. Go up. Top down. I've been racing. Go up. She wild. I'm in dangerous. Go up. My crowd in rotation. Yeah. Are you on 10 yet? Are you on 10 yet? Wait. Are you on 10 yet? Are you on 10 yet? I live on 10. Wait. Are you on 10 yet? Are you on 10 yet? Fuck the place up, 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 fuck the place up. Fuck up in down, come tear the shit down. I see double cuts, don't you know? Oh, follow, follow, don't you know? Benjamin Franklin, pick up my deep, I know. So drop from the jungle. I keep the piece on me, I leave you puzzled. Pit two chair, when I'm not pet car, no harm. My knee long, I turn hair on her. You know my fat cavity, and I'm higher than her dad's salary. Saudi, are you on 10 yet? Smoking in no poppers and nice. Papa's ain't got it any. He's so sorry if you're looking for somebody. Nipping down on the tissue of trees. Somebody's daughter of Finna swallow all his children. In my lean, my Achilles heel. Yeah. I'll raise you to a hundred mil. Yeah. Somebody pop all day. Hold up. Somebody on their way. Hold up. I would have grown all day. Hold up. Somebody can't relate. Hold up. Stay down with no faking. Go up. Are you on ting yet? Hunter, Hunter, do you have him yet? Jury on Windex. Woo, 80 my Rolex. Mike may back the bin, pseudo coming now. Black on black again. I might go to trim. I may build the win. I don't exit here. Too much flexing here. Too much bread to get. I've been stretching up. Ain't no catching up. I don't rest enough. Uh. 
I don't plan for luck, I keep working hard, who keep blessing us? Uh, I'm on a 10 and I need a 10. Nigga, the made of my M a week. Nigga, December been good to me. Not even Kendrick can humble me. Nigga, too good to go do the least. Tryna become a way bigger meat. Nigga, my teeth is like 10 apiece. TDE family to Genevieve. A C cup, her ass a A plus. I got my grades up, I had no backup. Now run the check up, now run the check up. And fuck the place up, fuck the place up. Somebody pop all day. Somebody, somebody, somebody on ten. Couple fake talents came to my car and it's sweet like a cat with a saying they after me. Ain't no one after me, baby. Mama used to work at the Applebee's. Somebody call my phone, yeah. I'ma send the ad that voicemail. I don't even check my voicemail. Big weight, I'ma need a horn scale. F12 Berlin out of Michael was shorts in the winter. What told the next in the summer? Uh, this here's not for beginners, yeah. Did you scale fingernail? Went to hell, came back, went to jail, left jail, went to Benny Hunter, Kenny County Corner, got the swagger on me. Yeah, different fabric on me. Yeah, different choppers on me. Yeah, married to the game. Yeah, holy matrimony. Yeah, oops, upside your cranium. Fucked up someone's stage again. From strip club to stadium. I took my shot and made it in. Somebody pop all day. Hold up, somebody on their way. Checking all the seats, but the only thing I saw was a bag of cocaine. Uh, Papa was too solid, he ain't never tell a lie. I went in to tell him about it, he said, oh, that must be God. He worked with me at the job. I said, oh, and walked away. He said, oh, before you go, make sure you don't tell your mom about the cocaine. Uh, me and little homie, we was walking to the store. It was right there on the corner. Seen and got his homies. He was wrapped up in the bagger. He was looking really cold. Then he asked us for some change. Then he asked us if we know who had the cocaine. Cocaine. 
losing my mind trying to figure out how did I inherit so much pain. I drink a lot of alcohol, problems with the law, but I have done better or the same. Daddy never tried. Okay. Daddy never tried cocaine. Okay. Uh. So my father's only next logical step was to go to rehab. And that's exactly what he did. He went to rehab and got completely clean. He hasn't done drugs. He did that for himself, but he did that because he didn't want to lose us. Strong man. Uh, now let's talk about how much I respect my pop. He been through so much in life. We ain't never had a lot. We just had each other's back. That was really all we need. Pop, I love you unconditional. And thanks for loving me more than cocaine. My father tells me over cocaine. Say that I'm an addict who inherits your pain. Trust is So good it should cost. Brought an alligator, I ain't talking Lacoste. Made me say, uh, like a mix of Master P and Rick Ross. Uh uh-uh. uh. She seen it made me always feel like a boss. Uh uh-uh. uh. She said I'm in the wrong hole, I said I'm lost. Uh uh-uh. uh. She said I'm going too fast, I'm exhausted. Now drop to your knees for the offering. This the theme song. Something wrong, might need an intervention for this new dimension. That's too new to mention. Won't fit in a sentence. If I get locked up, I won't finish the See me roll out, watch you surf at the coast and I'm spinning. I got plenty of adventures for the evening. We go journey, we all find the light to guide us on. We in the moment, uh-uh. Such a lost boy, caught up in the darkest I had. What's the cause, boy? Losing everything that I had. She been on me, boy, like she got something to tell. Sitting, waiting for me, slipping. Yeah, I see you in hell. Tell the crew to get up, I'll be not my soul ain't for sale. All the evils in the world, they're keeping on me for real. I really hope the Lord hurt me. We all live in sin. Can see ghosts off the ropes, Rick Flair on your beers. Now this the theme song, this the theme song. Now put the beams on, get your, get your dream on. But you don't hear me though, drama we let it go. Watch the guitars roll, now let your friends know. Just, 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 just
just do that and then let the music do something and then do that again. That'd be enough for a record. I mean, you only want two and a half minutes if you can get it, you know, three minutes max, max, max.